пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. say the bisexual lighting it looks really good <laughs> yeah i was like that's that's the 2024 uh that's my goal i was like make everything more gay so i gated it up a bit a yeah it's great blended. i but, absolutely uh, love it's, it it's, a, it's way too distracting <laughs> Is it? i was like no i was like no, I no, it's not like, too I, bad it's 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 like you're you're lit well so it's it, it's sort of just like kind of a mood thing yeah like, and then and then like that <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. no i think it looks good yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's yeah. distracting for you, like with all the lights, but it looks good on this end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was all good. All right, sweet. Yeah, awesome. I like it. I oh, like it. How are you, friends? I missed you all. Yeah, I missed you too. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Where were you last week? Enjoying yeah. yourself? Uh, yeah, I was taking a much needed vacation. I followed Mike's lead. I was like, Mike looks happy. I'm, I'm following him. <laughs> you know, it lasted yeah. a little bit after, but I'm back to the doom and gloom. But, you know, it was a nice break. <laughs> I know it took me like seven days to realize everything sucks again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit, no shit. Second week back, like first week back, I'm like, all right, ha, let's do this. I'm really energized, and like yeah. week two back, I'm like, nothing's gonna change. <laughs> so and it's an election year in America. Yeah, so giddy up, <laughs> which makes it so much worse. And in theory, like us political commentators should be really excited about it being an election year because you know in theory you get more uh, views and that should translate into more revenue but i'm dreading it i, I just i hate i the thought that there's going to be an election in november makes my skin crawl just because of like all the bullshit we're going to have to endure between now and then things we can't even conceive of like shit's going to get wild in ways that I can't even describe or, or conceptualize and I'm not like, I'm just not ready for it. I'm so, I'm so checked out mentally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I completely agree. I'll never forget yeah. the wise words of a uh, one David Dole when he was like, I asked him how, what's it like getting back from vacation? Cause I think you're taking like seven days or something like that. And you're like, yeah, I, I, like I, a rare never, I never wanted yeah. to come back to this. <laughs> like I just, I just yeah. didn't want to come back at all. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Especially when you like, you get to read or play video games for like three days straight. You're like, Oh wow, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I <laughs> that vacation, I thought, okay, this is, I'm going to be feel refreshed. I'll come back. And I did feel, I felt great on the vacation. 
And then mm. I came back. I don't want to return to this. <laughs> I want to go back on vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I feel refreshed, refreshed to go back on vacation. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is there's been this trend of like really old school YouTubers with like millions and millions of subs just kind of quitting. Uh, oh, yeah. Like a couple four. of them. Four yeah, five. I just four saw people in the past couple days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just watched Meat, Matt Canyon. Matt Pat was a really big one. Um, who's that British guy who's basically like a, a Channel Four or a BBC presenter? He's I don't like, know who he is. The, oh yeah, he's that level of pro. But he, yeah, him as well, he quit too. Uh, I forget who the other really major one was. I but... will admit that I d d don't know any of them, but I, mm -hmm. I'm Same. told they're big, <laughs> so I believe yeah. them. But I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm sure it's for various reasons, right? Like, are people are they just are they just tired of doing the work? Yeah, or like, I watched the MatPat video about this, and that's the first MatPat video I've ever seen. Was his oh, quitting really? video? Yeah, yeah, I, I, have, yeah. I haven't seen him before either. But oh, he yeah. was basically I'm a, I'm a, saying he's just burnt out. You know, just the grind constantly. Uh, and and here's the, here's the thing. I realized that we're in this weird position to where like us, we're privileged enough to be able to do this full time. Which I mean it. It's a blessing, right? I'm so thankful. I would never want to go back to my old job. But we're not privileged enough to just be like, I've made enough money. Peace. I'm out. You yeah, know, like, the, yeah. like these YouTubers. <laughs> that's, that's, that's another tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw this. In the case of MatPat, what he's doing basically is he just doesn't want to be front-facing. Like most of them, they all gave themselves promotions. It's like, you know, it's just like it's so much. I hate the grind. I hate the culture. I hate having to think about algorithms and uploads and all that kind of stuff all the time. So you know what? I'm going to let the rest of the staff handle everything, and I'm going to be more of a managerial role from now on. So I'll just like take a big step back. I was like, oh, that's nice. All <laughs> right. <laughs> It's, it's nice to be in a part of YouTube that, you know, is not politics where, yeah. you know, half our shit gets demonetized or it doesn't get actual views on it because YouTube is trying to depress political. I mean, Facebook, I'm not sure if you, any of you guys are on Facebook, but Facebook has completely oh. decimated their, their political no. stuff. Like my yeah. views are down to like a fraction of what they were. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing. I don't have to rely too much on like YouTube revenue. But if you're yeah, just if you're someone Facebook. who's like just I, on you or sorry on, on Facebook revenue, but if you're someone who's just on Facebook, you're like effed. Like it, it's they have completely killed political channels. At least, and I'm sure Ben Shapiro's fine because he's friends with Zuckerberg. Yeah. But when it comes to people who are trying to talk sense on there, we're, we're all just dead. It's yeah. completely gone. Yeah, and and just to be clear, I'm not saying that I would quit. Like I wouldn't want to quit, but like not no, having I'm a sicko. to. I'm, part of me loves this. I, yeah, I, I would. I, like I would silly. Exactly. But I would like do much different content if I wasn't forced to do it. Like I was doing what I wanted to do at the start of this and then it became a job, which is awesome unexpectedly. Uh, but now, like, you know, my, my mentality has changed. I think that the algorithm has changed. And now I would just want to like, I don't know, drop a video once per month. That's just like really well researched, amazing, like a mini documentary. I wouldn't want to have to continuously like feed the algorithm every single day like we do and it's gotten better in the sense that like i don't feel like i'm gonna get punished if i don't post a video on a certain day i kind of just cover news stories as they come and if they're interesting to me but like you know there's still that sense of okay it's been a couple of days you should upload something uh so you don't want to you don't want to fuck around too much because if you you know once you're in this hole in the algorithm it's so hard to dig yourself back up and i feel like you know we're all in pretty good places i feel like i'm in a good place uh, but just, you know, I want to like it's it, the the passion is kind of gone for me. Like it's I want to do it for joy and, and fun, not just because I feel like I have to, you know, I think part of that, at least the the I don't know, depression or just like 
frustration for me is that a lot of what YouTube platforms is the dumbest shit. Like, right. I this is this is a consistent theme Thanks, with Mr. my videos. Beast. There is like I, <laughs> I would like today I spent a lot of hours researching and breaking down, figuring out how to properly d explain the, the this whole ICJ story with the South Africa taking Israel to court. And so I a lot of work on that video. I knew it wasn't going to do well because YouTube mm -hmm. typically, at least recently, has I don't know. Maybe it's not YouTube. Maybe it's just viewers don't want to watch stuff on, on Israel anymore because it's so depressing. But I knew it wouldn't do that well. But I knew I I, I had to cover this and I wanted to cover it. So yeah. I, I did that. It's not doing that great. But I'll do a video on on like a news item that that is very based, like I don't know, basic. And I can't think of an example, but I'm sure that there's been times where something hits, and I'm like, okay, I'll cover this. And it it took me like you know maybe like an hour of research, and I and I broke it down. And that video like does amazing. And this is it's a consistent theme where it's like when I put more work in, those videos do worse. When I put yep. less work in, the videos do better. <laughs> so there's this incentive built into YouTube where it's like if you cover serious shit. Guess what? It's not going to pay off. You shouldn't do it. If you cover the yeah. dumbest shit or just random news stories, then you'll do well. It, it's really unfortunate just what is what isn't isn't. Also, I um, I think it's prioritized. Just, mm -hmm. I think it's not just YouTube too. I think like just like across the board, people are getting kind of like you know fed up, burnt out. Just not everyone has the privilege to randomly be like, so uh, I'm my I'm my own boss and I don't want to do this thing anymore. So I get yeah. to go do the other stuff now, right? Like I, I assume if you're working like I I don't know about y'all. I used to work manual labor. It was horrible. It was horrifying, right? Like if I could just randomly be like, you know what? I want to just put the pause button on this. That would be. That'd be great. That'd be that'd be awesome. You know, like I'd probably yeah. get a lot of people. Like I, I saw all the right wingers making fun of uh, that woman who who wanted to quit McDonald's or something. But I was like, I remember working for fast food. It it did suck. Yeah. And then like I would want to gripe if I had an ability to do so. Just be like, yeah, it sucks driving twenty minutes to go there, getting paid like you know thirteen fifty an hour, and then I fucking get yelled at by my boss of the drive home, and then everyone's like, well, you're lazy. These these kids are lazy, lazy entitled Gen Z. You know? Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, by the way, in case anyone is wondering, um, you notice some absences. So we actually, and this is serious. I know we joke about this a lot. We we had a meeting this weekend about um, Matt Bender and his conduct, and we're just we're done. So we kicked him yeah. out. He's too uh, mean way, to Elon. He's too mean yeah, to Elon. Too, we had to we're not going to tolerate that. That is true. white racism, anti-white yes. racism, and we're just done with it. <laughs> so yeah. we're very yeah. seriously we get, we done. Strong we kicked him out. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca is Absolutely. still on the podcast, though. She'll be here in a little bit. <laughs> yes, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Bender's at CES. He's in Las Vegas right now, and he will be back next week. He's reporting on, uh, if you look at his Twitter account, he's got some really cool pictures of the Razor uh, car with uh, desktop PCs in the back. Uh, and I'm then sorry, that's the dumbest the shit in the loop. fucking world. Who, who games in their car? <laughs> right? like, who games in their car? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what? Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He he also rode through the Tesla Hyperloop, uh, which I didn't know was um like an actual thing. Like I thought it was a concept, but and he explained that it was. Oh, real you, last you didn't week. know they built it. Well, oh, yeah, he explained last week that it was real. But I thought it was it's, like a, it's such a glorious waste of money. It's it's an okay, amazing yeah. glorious waste of money. Just a fantastic taxpayer it's... money too. So much public oh, money oh, went into a car hole. Public money yeah. went into that that oh, piece yes. of garbage. Oh yes, yes, and oh and apparently God. at the time they were bidding, like they were asking between all these different plans, which one could be used to start like solving the problem of traffic. And he won the bid. Like they ended up going with I the boring companies, the name of his company that makes it, mm -hmm. um, and they chose that. 
and the whole thing is just like an underground single tunnel showcase for Teslas that eventually, of course, just become completely congested murder holes. It's like it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But like, how how is anyone still buying this? Is well, I guess at this point now he's kind of oh. just like you know Hitler light. But like before, then, it was kind of like, how is anyone buying this? It came out. I'm yeah. not sure if he admitted it or this was. Uh, it, it was this story came out where it was Elon's way of just trying to avoid public uh, money being spent on public transit. Like it was, mm. it was his way of just mm -hmm. like demolishing the idea of, of investments into public transit, which I guess he successfully did. If he's the one winning those bids, as opposed to putting money into public transit, you give it to this shitty private company run by Elon Musk, who uh, then just uses it to try and sell his own cars in a, in a display in Las Vegas. Like it's just, <laughs> I hope, I think people buy the one benefit from Elon Musk buying Twitter is that no one's buying his bullshit now. Like it's mm -hmm. obvious now that he's a piece of crap. And like yeah. there was questions before, oh, but he's a, he's this brilliant individual. No, he's a fucking dipshit. And the people he worked with were the smart and ones. And yeah, and he's right. racist. And he has a terrible history of uh, you know when it comes to workers' rights. He's just a bad person. Mm -hmm. So like at least that veil has been lifted, and there's no longer this uh, idea that he's this intelligent individual and this brilliant mind. No, he's a dipshit. Yeah, and an impregnation fetishist. Yeah, the, he is weird. Yeah, he's who, such a freak. who would ever who would ever sleep with yeah. him? <laughs> like, let's yeah. Get, well, he's so his subordinates. He's so it's disgusting like... in every way. He's so fucking disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he makes my skin crawl. I've said that twice this podcast. You can tell what kind of mood I'm in. But he just he's just so insufferable. And he has gone on and on lately. If you check his feed about immigration. And that to me is so frustrating. And white this replacement is, shit too. Yeah, great like replacement conspiracy shit, theory. Yeah. He says that he, like he he pushes this all the time, and mm -hmm. it's it's just frustrating because like he's an immigrant. He moved here, and now he wants to close the door behind him. And what's so funny, like he gives the game away because he used to complain all the time. We're not complain. He would fearmonger about the global population and these declining birth rates, in particular in developing countries. But I mean, what's one solution to that? If you think it's a problem, that is immigration. But no, no, no. He wants the white kind of immigration. Excuse me, the right kind of immigration. Mm. It's just, um, you know, it, it's it's Western values it, is what I hear you say. Yeah, Western, yeah, right. Yes. Western values, Western yes. culture, right, right. It's superior just, culture, yeah, to the inferior. He's racist. Culture. I mean, yeah. and and um, speaking of him. He's praising uh, our good friend John Fetterman now because John Fetterman said something. Oh, no way. Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> a little sussy. Yeah, yeah. I have the receipts. So I have I have my, my tab open. So uh, John Fetterman has already won the support of a lot of right-wingers, Fox News. And now Elon Musk is really, uh, really happy with him. Uh, let me pull up the video here. I don't know if you all watch this. I didn't do a video on this. I just reacted Fetterman to it on Twitter. So I watched much. the first five seconds. I'm like, I can't even listen to this guy talk anymore. Like, oh, no. oh God. He's he's Just also doing the like the uh, the white farmers in South Africa are part of the white genocide going on. Yeah, there. was that the same video? Theory. Was that the same video? Yeah, that's but that, the video, that yeah. stuff was de debunked years ago. Hey, yeah. Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing okay. Not too Pretty bad. Good. We're here. We're here. Well, happy 2024. I know I wasn't with you guys last show, but happy 2024. I wasn't either. This this is like the grand oh. reunion. Okay. And, and, we're, and we're rid of the happy bad one to too. Both. Yeah, oh. we finally got rid of Binder, and, and everything's great. I know. I, yeah. It would be great if we never see him again. I'm just kidding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he is, can't wait to see him. <laughs> Before you came, I'm like, we uh, we got rid of, we kicked out Binder, and we're being serious about this, but Rebecca will be here. Um, just because, you know, we have the opportunity. And, and by the way, Matt reminded us to make sure we do the meme. Uh, so we're not being extra, yeah, going extra hard on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me pull up that video though of, of John Fetterman. 
because it is it's insufferable but this is just who he is now hang on one second let me bring it in okay let me try to up the volume just because i know things are usually pretty soft okay hide behind civilians oh sorry who are we who are they really fighting it's a group of cowards they hide in tunnels they hide behind civilians they attack kill and mutilate children women and they do that stop talking about proportion on that they shot their best shot on october 7th and they would have taken more lives if they couldn't do that but they couldn't do it and now let's also talk about that now we're doing, talking about genocide and now south africa now is now bringing that kind of a, a trial maybe south africa being able to sit this one out when they're talking about criticizing <laughs> yeah yeah fuck you south africa <laughs> <laughs> How fucking stupid is this man? <laughs> Sit this one out. Why? Because they're the best ones to bring the argument forward, considering they went through apartheid. Like, are you? Yeah. Are you a fucking moron? Uh, it. I mean, it, the answer is yes. Yes. I mean, of all the countries moron. in the world, South Africa is literally the most uniquely qualified to specifically speak about Israel's crimes because they just beat it. And like, my whole question was like. Is he a like? Does he think it's the same regime in South Africa that they're still still doing apartheid? Because ANC, which is the party in power right now, they literally fought apartheid. So, like, it doesn't even make sense. And the only way that you can try to rationalize what he's saying is if he is buying into this white supremacist myth mm -hmm. that there's a white genocide going on in South Africa, promoted by the people on Stormfront. You know, Nick Fuentes, oh, yeah, Tucker that's, Carlson. That's Lauren Southern, that's been her like bread and butter for a long time. And I want to tell everyone yeah. the reason even Joe Rogan started walking back, kind of going down that rabbit hole of being like, well, they're targeting, you know, white farmers, affluent white farmers in South Africa. Um, it's because the number got, like went down, like the number of people actually killed, the number of land owning, uh, you know, uh, privileged white farmers in uh, South Africa who are getting killed, you know, by non-privileged white farmers uh, has gone down overall. So people who are still at this point saying like, yeah, th there's like this, you know, a phenomenal on of like yes it is there are regions in south africa that are violent there are regions where people are killed and there are regions where people who are both white and black are killed and there are regions and there are times when white farmers landowning farmers are killed but that number overall is going down so to keep mm -hmm. being like have you heard about this it's like well yeah but like what, what are you yeah. what's the implication you know right. and, and they pretend like black farmers aren't also killed i mean it's, right. it's, exactly it's so yeah, it's, it's, it's such a it's just so bizarre to me and, and part of it and the adl ironically made a great point about this back in 2018 that like this is part of the white supremacist yearning for those apartheid days right like mm -hmm. they're trying to portray the uh white minority in south africa as if now all mm -hmm. of a sudden they're being repressed and they long for the days where they were in control and subjugating you know uh black south africans to second class citizenship status but but on that note what's funny is that i don't know uh or actually i do know how fetterman interpreted this at least what he says uh, but white supremacists think that, like, he's dog whistling to them because I have this here. So this was shared by somebody. Uh, so oh, and wokeness. wokeness. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did John Fetterman just call out the white genocide in South Africa? And Elon Musk says he is right. So uh, that's who he's <laughs> pandering to. Yeah. And, and this is the response, apparently. This is what he says here. 
So in response to a request for clarification of those comments, Mr. Fetterman said in a statement given to The Independent, the entirety of my point was this. South Africa should instead focus on the spiraling humanitarian crises on its own continent, which is ironic, like Sudan, where more than 7 million people have been displaced with widespread atrocities. And, and then, like, this oh is the best God. response here by uh, Willard Shaheed. If that's the case, then uh, shouldn't Fetterman of Braddock, Pennsylvania? <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. So like, what? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I, I, I can't even... I I want to say it's stupidity, but I don't, I don't know what the like. Does Israel have his kids held hostage? Like, what the hell's going on? Like, it's it's so bizarre. It is yeah. so bizarre. Is what it is. Is it to bizarre, me. or is it that they know that they can say these things and get away with it? Because who's gonna believe them? Who's gonna really um, uh, look? Who just co-signed like that whole mm -hmm. thing? Um, you know, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk and friends. And yep. so these people who actually believe these things, we have people in America believe that there's a genocide going on on a land that they stole um, of right. them. Like, so this is what we're this like. People believe this thing. People believe, and and for him to stand up and say that and try to walk it back, not in the best way, of course, but um, he meant what he said. He said what he meant. And, mm -hmm, exactly. you know, the first time, what they say, when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. These people have been Yeah, but the first things. time he showed us, he said he was progressive. <laughs> That's why it's no, no, so no, bizarre. They He's the most far-right Democrat on this issue. Like, Cat Williams said, why do liars That's, lie? Nobody knows. Nobody mm -hmm. knows, okay? He's a liar, and they get they give these people power um, because so shame on us is good. what you're saying, Rebecca. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Shame on us for believing. <laughs> yeah. Shame on us. <laughs> because it's like yeah. they, these people get these platforms. They say these things, and they can like we were talking about what Tucker Carlson, all these people. They will they're gonna replay this, and they're gonna say how Fetterman is. They're trying to silence him. Mm -hmm. And then they're yeah, going to post up a lot of the things on the left, like the things like we're saying here and saying, look how the left is breaking down what Fetterman said when Fetterman actually stated that. X and we're like, no, he pushed that until people gave put a little fire under his behind. But, yeah, it's racist. It's racist mm -hmm. what he's talking about. And to try to say uh, and compare it or whatever, he would juxtapose it to um, what's happening in Israel and what's happening in Palestine. That's, is crazy. That's right. Like, Can you explain that? Because this it's been a while. Well, it, basically, he's doing these ads, where, like he's talking really strongly and giving interviews where he's like, yeah, like I, I don't associate with progressivism anymore. Like, I wish there was harder laws on immigration. We have to end all these programs that are allowing all these illegal immigrants. And, and then obviously people pointed out, it's like, yeah, but like you you're married to someone who was an illegal immigrant. It's like, you know, it's part of our heritage kind of thing. It's like literally your fam, you know, like, what, what are you doing? And That's then you're crazy. like, yeah, the statement after that was something else. But some other BS just like, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy, uh, you know, that she's capable of learning what it is to be a true american but at the same time we yeah. must protect our borders from like the things are different now and like all this other stuff it's like no it's just the same he shit. also, he also made it a part of his campaign the fact that his wife wasn't like an immigrant right. yeah like to right. campaign on this stuff and then to just do a complete 180 to, to be fair on the on the on the topic Money. of israel he, he did give one interview before he was uh elected where he, he was clearly defending israel he was not great um, yeah but it was not like the flag wearing at right wing event Fetterman that he is now. Like he he's completely mm -hmm. off the fucking deep end. Like this is this is yeah. way more extreme. Like when he first it, came out, it, it seemed more like he was trying to avoid getting APAC money used against him, which is what I mean. That's a what lot I of Democrats, a lot of progressives lose elections because APAC money. So he, yeah. it seemed like he was trying to avoid that. But no, this is just like he is insane. He's an insane person. Yeah.
and also he like it is stupid like it's it's a little bit of everything right i think it's uh on my thumbnail for this it's is he dumb or is he racist i genuinely believe it's both i think he is is deeply uninformed when it comes to south africa i don't think he knows a single thing about south africa uh and he's also deeply uninformed when it comes to israel palestine because after israel started the siege and they announced collective punishment he did this um this event with one of the pod save america guys i'm not sure which one and he was talking about how uh oh hummus hummus and like is he saying like he had never like even heard of hamas before like that was the impression that i got and people thought that i was making fun of him when i was bringing up the way he pronounced hamas but i was trying to highlight how he doesn't know like he's literally uninformed here he doesn't know a thing but but they have him as the expert on the matter and they're gonna put him at the The guy they're gonna gonna have him literally preaching and 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 telling folks what's going on and how south africa and all these people should sit this one out and because like how are you the expert on this matter and you these are the look how he's pronouncing some of the things and we I've had to get corrected when it first came out because how to pronounce some of these things. I had to get educated on it. Now, people that swear they're about the matter, you they, like it's telling. And but mm-hmm. they're still going to keep him where he's at. They're still going to trust his word and they're still yeah. going to have him appear every chance they can get for a commentary. Yeah, I, I agree with your point, though, about the shame on us, though, because one thing that's so telling that I was reminded of is that when he was the mayor of Braddock, I could be mispronouncing that. I'm uninformed about what the fuck, how you pronounce that uh, that city. But when he was the mayor, um, he pulled a gun on a jogger. It was a black yeah, jogger. That's, that's, that's where I got buried a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like now, when when you when you look at all of the details, like you could see, oh my god, why did we overlook this, or did we know about this, but we couldn't fight past the cognitive it was, dissonance? It was, it was the greater the greater good, right? It's like right. stop Oz, we must good. swallow that he might have a little Zimmerman in him. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 these things are like um, we're desensitized to these type of stuff because it's happened before, and right. you know, like that's something else could happen. Our ADHD kicks in, and then we're like, okay, something's happening over here. That man's building his whole empire, his evil empire on the side. We don't missed it. And now we're trying to, you know, spin the block. That man already got like six mansions on it. So it's just like, yeah, we, I don't know. I just feel like every day that we close our, there's just someone else that is evil that pops out of nowhere. And, mm-hmm. um, and that swore up and down that they were for the right cause, they're on the right side of yeah. things. But I'm telling you, once they get, um, once they use a talking point that the right loves, the right will hold on to them, and they will begin to like make sure that they this money. Like I'm, I know it is. It's like they they know that their platform can grow that way and all that stuff. If we continue talking talking points that are against the cause, and the right loves it, oh, they'll push you. They'll help you, and that's how you could just easily grift. Yeah, you can see the headlines already. You know, uh. Fetterman is the best to run for president in 2028 because he can bring together the left and the right. I mean, there's Fox News segments where exactly the anchor is apologizing to John Fetterman because they were wrong about him. And they're showing quotes from him where he's like, oh, well, now the left and the right wants me to die. They're rooting for the blood clot. It's like, stop being a drama queen. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're turning yourself into a victim where it's like they want me to die when we're literally saying, could you not just like cheerfully um discuss how you support genocide all the time like it's kind of a small ask like not be a psychopath as a member <laughs> of a the ad. senate <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but mike mike he's being a maverick 
He's being by yeah. by falling in line <laughs> with the vast majority of politicians, <laughs> somehow being a maverick. And I, I love how bipartisanship always means moving to the right and going yes, against what the mass yeah. majority people want. Yes, it does. Like, of how, how what how what is that bipartisanship? <laughs> Just going right, more that, corporate, listen, more right wing, going against somebody the, of, from the, left the good of or people. Somebody with a progressive view saying something slightly like conservative or for the right, something that you know they're gonna be like, wow. Now, this is what we're talking about when we're saying being bringing the right and the left together. And it's like, no, this man is literally, no, he's saying everything wrong. This is going to be super problematic. Who does this help? Where is the proof? Like, his talking points are helping who? Like, mm -hmm. no. But they're going to say, have you, this is what we call patriotic. Uh, ha yeah. Have we ever seen a Republican try to go left on anything ever? One time when I said, um, what's loudly. her name, Liz Shaney, when she came out of like like the woodworks after I wouldn't 99 call years. I feel about like Trump? That, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't call that moving left. Trump. I would call that acknowledging Trump tried to steal the election. Yeah. That's not like a left-wing thing right to me. The doesn't acknowledge those things. Like no. they really, to me. Like, that's that's not policy though. I'm talking, like, I'm talking like policy. Like, well, there's, like you can, yeah, you can have a food lunch much. program if we get more guns. Like, how about guns for babies' meals or something like that? You don't get that offer though. Never. I've never seen that on the table. No, you won't. They'll support yeah. guns over babies. Um, yeah. Yeah. But por qué no los dos is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad. And we have this clown who's like vocally supporting Israel at the top of his lungs. And then today we learned that and uh, Biden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And bombing. Congratulations, and Americans. Bombed Yemen. Uh, you, you just you just struck another foreign we did it again. Without Don't worry, Obama, Obama did it too. So, yeah, yeah. It's just it's so frustrating because it's like you know, there's there's always going to be continuity here. We have no say. You could support Biden, who uh, is pro bombing and pro genocide, or you could support Trump, who is pro bombing and pro genocide. Like, there's no escape from it. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's like our um, institutions, and in particular, the uh, military-industrial complex is autonomous. Like, it doesn't matter who the president is. Like, I, I'm to the point where we should just get rid of the office of the presidency, because, I mean, they're more harm than good. Just like, okay, if the Senate passes a law uh, after the House passed it, it's done. We don't need the president to sign it. Fuck the president. Like, this office has brought us nothing but devastation and depression and attack democracy. Like, I'm, I'm just so over it. Like, it's it's so disillusioning to see how nothing changes seemingly you know it's terrible no matter and it's like we thought we went through the phase of thinking that um okay if we just get anybody but trump remember that and it was just like it's gonna be better and then it's like damn I do think it's better though, in some ways. Like, I mean, it's better. I'm, no, yeah, yeah, it, it is. It was it was until the seventh, kind of, you know, like <laughs> that after the yeah. seventh, everything mm -hmm. went I'm, to shit. It's hard to ignore the yeah. It's hard to ignore the genocide. I just can't turn that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I I don't know where to. Um, there are things. I mean, there's policy. No matter who it is, you could love the president. I mean, when Barack Obama was president, as I began to learn about, there's some policy I didn't agree with at the time, right? But I love him. I loved, you know, like He's it won't be everything right that you like about, about the person that's leading. But right now, to see how our president is. Is how he's handled um, one of the most biggest situations right now um, with Israel and Palestine and how he's stood by, in my opinion, the wrong side of things um, and supported a lot of things and has blood on his hands, in my opinion. Um, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't I even say like, that's your opinion. That's that's objective it's reality. True. Like yeah, it, I mean, you could. I mean, if you yeah, support genocide, just, then I guess it's the right position for you. <laughs> but if yeah. you don't support genocide, yeah, then it's, true, it's not true. the right position. 
but just knowing I, I, like it like all of our pre like our presidents so far have been just not and it sucks because now it's like who who right who in this next like run who are we gonna look to what are we gonna expect we've already the people that are running like at the top are people that we've already seen do what they can do and i don't what what are we doing here mike mike and bender T dream ticket yeah. that's still is that still an yeah. option <laughs> i forgot i'm working for them my uh, bad all right yeah <laughs> okay yeah uh i'm considering suspending my campaign because oh god no it's like a boeing 747 plane door what's going on I mean, this what is happened? why i think it's it, it's important to like to reframe the conversation as the presidency is it, yes it's important it is not the Sex. way that change will happen mm -hmm. Uh, change will right. only happen oh. from workers will only happen from the bottom up actual change the for me when it comes to like you know whoever's at the top but whether it's you know in the u.s canada wherever it's that is more about harm reduction or or you know and, yeah. and again even in this case you it's it's hard yeah. <laughs> but i think it's important to also point out there is one candidate who literally will never have another election if he wins like will yeah, he wants to steal democracy like yeah. the, so you know it's not it's not fun to try and and try at this moment in time try and say one person should not be in power because the other person or because that person is 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 worse when there is a genocide going on and the current person in power is enabling and helping and funding that genocide and lying about it and doing apologia mm -hmm. i mean yeah. it's, it's, you can't even make the argument that he's like well he's just doing what an american president would do it's like no he's going the extra mile like he's going yeah. Yeah. you know he's like he's running cover for this shit yeah, yeah, I just wanted to throw uh, this uh, out there. This is what Hassan uh, says. He's he's watching CNN. I've been watching CNN since the U.S. coalition started bombing Yemen, and they haven't mentioned once that the blockade was implemented due to the oh, genocide in Gaza. Were. They have, however, talked about how this bombing campaign is an act of de-escalation. I mean, we are living <laughs> in 1984. An act we, of de-escalation. <laughs> uh, how? Oh, and, and to his credit, uh, uh, Bay Photo actually says the same thing now with the super chat. Uh, I can bring oh, that in okay. really quick since it's relevant. Yeah, some CNN talking heads called the Houthi airstrikes in Yemen a de-escalation oh tactic. Warhawks are insane. Make it make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's like we are like I was I was thinking about this the other day that like this is I, I get that now since the right has learned about uh, George Orwell's 1984, they overuse it. And it's kind of a meme at this point. But like it really yeah. feels like we're living in George Orwell's 1984. We're like everything is opposite of what you know there's just it's just it's so I, like i feel like i'm crazy sometimes you know here's here's what i'll say very quickly that joe biden did dramatically reduce uh drone strikes like just they, the numbers True. plummeted uh, once he came into power and that's something that you can just like directly point at here's a difference in that's foreign true. policy that's striking between two different individuals that actually help people you know in other countries not get bombed by the united states war machine that that's that's good right but then when it comes to this all the people I think right now who are saying that Joe Biden is just doing what any president would do, I would say directly after October 7th, I agree with you in that, like, of course, the U.S. is strong allies with Israel. They're going to show support. It was a horrifying event that happened. All this stuff happened. There's massive tragedy. You're going to see, like, you know, uh, Israel has the right to defend itself. We support Israel, all that kind of stuff. 
but then it turned out that the person who everyone was really afraid of having this kind of like, oh, no checks and balances kind of I can do whatever I want. He seems to be far right and really, really hates Palestinians. He went so much fucking harder than anyone probably thought he would, even though every sign like the writing was on the wall for this. They've been like every single like member of the uh, what is it? The cabinet uh, who has been saying that, like, yeah, we, we are for ethnic cleansing. We are for forced displacement. We need to move them into Egypt. We need to move them out. We need to all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he just fucking now it's like Biden, you, you have bit off so much more than anyone. Like this will be part of his history forever. Like I, oh, I, I'm yeah. always going to remember this moment where Joe Biden not only stood behind this, but like was lying on the behalf of that administration, was spreading the propaganda, was being like, oh, apparently there's a you know Hamas headquarters under the tunnel, and uh, yeah, we yeah. can't trust the real numbers coming out. That's Hamas uh, safe oh, run yeah. and all that stuff. That was nauseating. Like, yeah, bypassing Congress to give them uh, or sell them Congress. more weapons. And the yep. the thing that is so infuriating to me Twice. is that there are liberals who will say, well, you know, what can Biden do? He's not Netanyahu. He can only uh, exert influence. I'm sorry. That is so naive and just ahistorical because – and there's an article in The Nation by Trita Parsi that breaks it down in one paragraph. And basically what he says is when Israel was bombing Lebanon, President Ronald fucking Reagan – picked up the phone call and demanded that they stop and refused to give them cluster munitions and said that what they were doing was a holocaust. And 20 minutes later, then Prime Minister Begin stopped. All it took was a phone call 20 minutes later. Mm. And I, that's not to say that like the same exact thing would happen in this circumstance if Biden did that. But the fact that he's not even trying, like there's no actual he attempt. He said nothing. Yeah, that's what makes it because so bad. Because he doesn't want, he's on yes. the other side of it. It's so, a choice, exactly. Yeah, that's the, it's yeah. not that he, he's done nothing because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do it. Um, right. I, we see how hard he's gone in the beginning um, with the talking point about Israel and how they need our support um, and what he's willing to give as an ally. Um, and us as a country, how we need to be standing beside them. Meanwhile, online, we're watching dead bodies, babies' bodies, um, mm -hmm. just be demolished. And um, whole towns. You see the CNN headline? The one that was like 10 kids every single day lose See, one or two limbs right. in Gaza every day, like 10 kids every and single day. You wake without up in the morning anesthesia, yeah. like, and have surgery without anesthesia. Yeah. yeah. But that's like, one number that is often gets lost in this is is the amount of people who survive and yeah and just what's done to them and like the, the, the trauma those the trauma, babies yeah. shaking uncontrollably oh like, yeah i can't my retinas. yeah yeah did you and guys this see this is, knowing that the president is standing right beside the people who who are doing this um I don't, that just doesn't sit well with me. It just mm. doesn't. I, I don't know. I just especially because we're paying for it. That's what makes it mm -hmm. like it's not like I would be okay with it if we wasn't yeah. financing it. But the fact that we're paying for it makes it so much more outrageous because it's like that adds to the that literally adds to it's like there's a yeah. list of things amongst just him doing this and supporting them, but a lot of what he's doing, um, how he's supporting them, the talking points he's putting out, uh, the little jokes or bad talking points that he says i don't like any of it i just don't see it as presidential i don't see it as leadership i just don't i don't i don't i don't did you guys any, i just can't did you guys see this yeah. video of uh anthony blinken um responding to south africa's uh, case uh, for genocide against israel and in the same that. video i mean you're gonna see it here in the same video 
First, he says it's meritless, and then he goes on to discuss the various ways that uh, there's a genocide being committed, like without saying yeah. genocide. It's it's incredible to watch this. We believe the submission against Israel to the International Court of Justice distracts the world from all of these important efforts. And moreover, the charge of genocide is meritless. It's particularly galling, given that those who are attacking Israel, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis, as well as their supporter Iran, continue to openly call for the annihilation of Israel and the mass murder of Jews. On this trip, I came to Israel after meeting with the leaders of Turkey, Greece, Jordan, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia. All of those leaders share our concern about the spread of the conflict. All of them are committed to using their influence, using the ties that they have to prevent it from escalating, to deter new from opening. In addition, all express grave concern about the dire humanitarian situation and the number of civilians killed in Gaza. We know that facing an enemy that embeds itself among civilians, who hides in and fires from schools, from hospitals, makes this incredibly challenging. I just got to pause there for a second. The, this idea that, let's say that's the case. Let's say, you know, Hamas is hiding within the, the civilian population. They're in school. Do you, is that how you go after a criminal at a school is by bombing the entire school? Is that is that what the U.S. does when there's a, you know, a, a mass atrocity taking place at a school? Do they just bomb the entire school? Is this, a, does this make any sense at all? In any other situation, do you kill an entire population of civilians to get, uh, the person you're going after no so how like he he understands what's going on here anthony blinken is he's smart enough to know there is clearly a genocide being committed the issue is they have taken the position where they're going to ally with israel regardless of that and and maybe in his mind he's thinking you know uh this is our way to try and put pressure on israel to ensure that they don't go you know too far but i would say like at this point they've what's too far they've clearly crossed right. the line a long time ago so i'm not sure what this relationship is is doing you the only way to stop israel is their allies have to stop them the u.s has to stop funding them they have to stop sending them bombs yeah. they cannot continue enabling not even they cannot continue supporting this fully and expect israel to stop what they're doing yeah and we the need US to do bds too the U.S. I, has yeah. a history of genocide. It's just, it's who we are. Unfortunately, we've killed off indigenous people and black folks and uh, just anybody, whoever stands in our way, regardless of the land was ours, you know, as we made songs saying that it was ours and won. And then like just killing people is our type of thing, um, killing people off. So I don't, I don't see how they're not going to support, but of course there's, because they're an ally, very strong and powerful. Israel is like strong and powerful ally. That's how they're seen. U.S. doesn't want the smoke. Palestine to them is nothing. People of Gaza are nothing. So to demolish them for whatever uh, Israel says, U.S. will back it. And as we are looking at with our naked eyes, what's actually going on, they're telling us to look at it from a different point of view. And U.S. needs to stick beside Israel. Because they don't want that relationship to break. And that's what it is. It's selfish. 
Mm-hmm. U.S. has a history of being that they're not going to do it. I don't. I don't really know, and and it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate as an American, um, a Haitian American at that, to see how the U.S. is supposed to be this big melting pot and support and all this other stuff, but with policy, with their history, with everything, they're falling right in line just by supporting what Israel is doing. It sucks. Israel mm-hmm. should be not Israel. Um, the U.S. should be doing the opposite. We would hope, especially with our president, um, more. Uh, uh, standing beside what's right, um, calling out Israel, um, uh, calling for a ceasefire, not a humanitarian pause, giving them people a rest from getting killed or an arm blown off for four hours or whatever. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, ridiculous. The strategic value of Israel is more important to them than any lives. I mean, just last night at the de- uh, the debate with uh, Rhonda Sanders and Nikki Haley, she said something to the effect of, uh, America doesn't need or Israel doesn't need America. America needs Israel. And really, Joe Biden has said, you know, not the same exact thing, but he's echoed that same sentiment. Like, you know, if Israel didn't exist, we'd have to create one. That's how valuable they are. Um, so, you know, it's 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 sad, but that's that's the way it is. And, and you know, the the biggest fear that I think a lot of us have had for a while is that this would get us embroiled in, you know, a broader conflict in the Middle East. And we're seeing that today, like it's officially happening. And Biden isn't just like begrudgingly getting dragged along. He's teaming up with the right wing government of the UK to bomb Yemen illegally without the consent of Congress. Mm. So it just it really is it's spiraling out of control. And the Biden administration has chosen to be ride or die with Israel. And it's the it's the latter. They're dying. Right. I, I mean, Biden is basically ruining his reelection chances because of this. Um, and I can't see how he how he makes up for that. I mean, there was a poll from a couple of days ago. I can't remember who the pollster was. But in Michigan, he's down by eight points and he's lost Arab Americans. I, I mean, that that is a crucial swing state. Like, it's inconceivable to me that he makes all of this up by november which means that biden is going to lose trump's going to get in further pour gasoline on the fire that israel started make things exponentially worse and we all have to basically face the consequences consequences of like biden's mishandling of this as do palestinians of course you know uh and and like i don't want to i don't want to push this idea that there's this equivalence between democrats and republicans because i think that's harmful there there's absolutely differences um, but on this yeah. on this matter in particular, there is no difference, unfortunately. Right. Um, the policy, at least in terms like, of leadership, at least in terms of leadership. Exactly. Exactly. I think that the rhetoric will will change like Trump will be more harsh and hawkish publicly, but they'll do the same thing, essentially. You know, so that's what's so frustrating. That doesn't mean, though, that like there aren't differences between Biden and Trump on other issues. Like as somebody with trans family, I'm afraid, horrified. That like the next administration is going to ban gender affirming care for trans youth just with the stroke of a pen. And Biden doesn't have a way to address that. Biden's primary opponents don't even have a way to address this. So it's just like we're we're kind of sleepwalking into a disaster regardless of what happens. And it's just a matter of like how bad is it going to be like really bad or like apocalyptic bad. And it just it just kind of feels like, you know, what do you do when this in this situation in terms of like how do you live your life when there's so much uh horrible things happening and things that will happen that are terrible it's it's just you know i i think that it's it's a really important time for self-care for all of you watching and i'm preaching to the choir myself included because it's it's really you know it's bleak yeah yeah i mean it it's been bleak it's going to continue to be bleak we had uh we watched when the whole world stopped for a second and our leadership was under donald trump here 
over here. So um, it was, that was what we thought was an apocalypse at the time. And they weren't even handling it correctly. People were dying and they were talking about, they were talking about, listen, people were dying and we we didn't even know how to really be safe to save ourselves. So we were going by what the CDC was saying mm-hmm. and people were fighting nurses for telling people to wear a mask. That's what right. we were going or through. wash their hands. Like and wash, hands. wash your hands. Like Trump was like, yeah, that's my people. I don't Go wash ahead, my hands. That's great. That. <laughs> he was promoting things that were so dangerous. People were dying from. Like I don't know what. Well, it was a crazy time, and I can't believe that we lived it under his le- leadership. We can't believe some of us. Some of us didn't make it out. And some of us did. Right. Um, and now we're going through this. And this is traumatic for us to see and watch. And just to know our leader, um, whom we thought, you know, will hold it down for us. And it, of course, it's been tough. And he had a lot of things to clean up. But dang, this right here to see our leader, our leaders, like, just be in this way and support what's wrong. That was that was a blow, a, a huge blow. Don't even care about my loans, Omo. I mean, I care. <laughs> this is more important. So since we're on the issue of of stupid people, I have to share this clip and this like I know this is we've been seeing clips like this for like six years now. But my God, the the level of stupidity on display (laughs) with with these two Trump supporters is unfreaking believable to me. So uh, NBC interviewed, I guess, these two people you're going to see at a uh, a caucus event. Oh, I saw your video on this. (laughs) I'm being indicted for you. Um, my first thought went to, well, Jesus Christ died for my sins. Jesus died for me. And so I, it connects in my brain that way. Like, okay, he's doing this for us as a country to make the changes we need to make. And he's the target where we don't have to be. Girl, no. <laughs> like, the target. It's a no for what? me. How does no, this make any sense? sense. You see what I'm talking about? That's why. See, I don't know. See, that's why I'm like, I can't. You know, and I told I told you guys all the time I'm saved, and I know. So when she's saying this, no, 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 no. To compare Trump to Jesus, he this is the man that held the Bible upside down. I'm being indicted for you, baby. No, that's not the same. He he's actually because done. The we wrong. all stole the election, so yeah. he's he's yeah. taking the bullet for the, all of us because we all as president stole the or tried to steal the election. Like what? He really did the thing. So, he did all the things. He was wrong. Okay, like it's I don't so know. Dumb. So girl, yeah, if you think he should, he's not he's for you it's not job it's just yeah none of it he's like a pillar of salt yeah. he's so trump he's is so obviously the most selfish man alive how mm-hmm. can anybody possibly think he's doing any he won't do things for his kids like why would he care about he's you he's like jesus but he's like jesus you know like girl he, 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 what That's i'm calling you the stupidity it never ends are we shocked still because it's these people who are coming out from honestly yes from. Like, I, I am a how does, she, how does she put on her What's, clothes in the morning? How does someone that stupid? <laughs> how does someone that stupid put clothes on in the morning? I they don't. Do. I don't understand. They do it, honey. They do it. It's it's a cult. It's a cult. So if they're <laughs> they worship Trump and 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 whatever he says, they will follow him off of a cliff. And you know he'll get a helicopter to come swoop him right up before he hits the ground because he already had something connected to his back, and everybody else is dead. <laughs> They're dumb. Like they, there's that type of stuff. Yeah. That man is doing wrong, literally in your face, and you're interpreting it as something good. He's he's getting indicted for you. That man walked in, took a mugshot, and he's free to go. <laughs> baby, if you got indicted for baby, we don't never see you again, sweetie. Right. Like, please, like I just I can't. 
He wouldn't yeah. walk with you on the street. Jesus is walking with poor folks, right? And all he wouldn't do that for you. No, he's he wouldn't do paper. that. He's he gonna throw paper. He would hang out with prostitutes, though. We know right. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. insulting women. Like, girl, back back. That's not like I just can't. I can't. They're yeah. crazy. He's a, he's God to them, and he likes that God complex. And he's I dumb. Agree. That's sad. Though. And but they that's love it. Sad of all people to like give it up for. Oh Trump, yeah, no. Really? That's that's Trump that's your is, cross the bear. They say oh, he's man, Jesus Junior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can't they find like yeah. a different messiah can't they find someone who who doesn't want to steal an election like just nope. love somebody no, they else have to make something up <laughs> yeah. and, and say that he's so great and he's uh, about world peace and if you really look into what he's doing uh he's saving babies okay because he's against abortion but, um <laughs> why can't they apply that to like a quarterback or like you know some athlete they love why does it have to be mm. donald trump <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean, he plays yeah. the greatest hits for them, right? If you listen to some of his rhetoric about Christians, he's saying, uh, we're going to stop the persecution back when I'm in, in, in power. And like one of the main things that you learn if you grow up in the church is that like you are you're persecuted. Everybody is coming after you. They've got the knives out. Mm -hmm. uh for christians and so yeah. like he play he he doesn't know anything about the religion like his no he doesn't he but doesn't. he knows what they want to hear right remember that video when he was asked about like what his favorite passage or whatever was from the bible and he's like all of them like there's he doesn't there and he has no he went to the black so church ridiculous. he was clapping off beat and it was just like <laughs> he, was, he, was the he, he, was, he, he was just like he didn't even know how to move he said the spirit hit him and, and no, the I'm spirit like, did not hit him they play it <laughs> but here people are really believing that this man is a believer they're really dumb but it, it it's easier for them to believe this lie instead of to actually face the truth and They'll mm -hmm. continue to walk on by and act like they don't hear what he's actually saying, what he's promoting, what he's done. They don't remember January 6th. Um, and they'll tell us to forget about everything else. They <laughs> That's because they banged their January heads after they fell off the wall. Yeah. They fell off the wall and banged their heads so they forgot uh -huh. the whole thing. Boy, that's true, too. <laughs> they were hurt. They Are we allowed to make Gen 6 jokes? Oh, see? hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Has enough time passed? It's not too soon? I, I think I think that the day after, the day of it happened, we could, we could joke about it because that shit was fucking funny. <laughs> jokes and what, what, were jokes ever taboo about Jan 6? What, what jokes can you tell about Jan oh, 6? Oh, they tried. Oh, they tried. Like the liberals, the centrists, even the right-wingers because they're like, we lost a life that day. Uh, yeah, was I remember. Was someone trying to crawl through a window at the cops? Like, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not allowed to joke. Ben about Ashley like, okay, Babbitt. Sorry, sorry. life, but look what they were doing. He was like, "Sorry to that person. They should have never been there." I was like, "Yeah, oh, I know." God. It was. A lot. <laughs> you know what's wild is it's switched now. By the way, they now think that they went from like, "Okay, so this is a revolution," to "This was Antifa," to now the whole thing is a CIA FBI like plot. When they don't realize, like, yeah, the weird thing that happened was that both the cops and MAGA were like, "Oh, we don't actually hate each other," but what, what do we do? That's what was happening. But they're like, "That's mm -hmm. because they were on the same side. The whole thing yeah. was an inside job." and they were being it's let amazing. in it's like no they, they, they were just like we've never fought before it's like you're my hero you're my hero <laughs> you know, like, i agree with you that the election was stolen but i'm i'm yeah. supposed to defend the capital what do i do yeah, I, I, that's yeah. button meme, right they kept asking them to join them did you hear them They're like, join us, join on us. i'm on both sides of it um yeah. i want to protect yeah. the capital but i do agree that the election was stolen if i just stand right here on the steps baby no yeah you, you too. I just open the door. Yeah, maybe yeah. I just open the door and let them in. I, I just, I, I didn't fight. I was peacefully protesting. 
Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's how they wanted to say it. They, I cannot believe that they happened. I watched it on television and it was very disturbing. See, that was a, we were already going through COVID. We didn't know if we could leave the house. People were still protesting about George Floyd. And then we had people out there on January 6th. We didn't, mm -hmm. we, we were fighting for Breonna Taylor. It was too much, you guys. And January 6th, then people got slapped on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to David's point about people being stupid. So I don't know why I chose <laughs> to do this to myself, but I listened to the, it was a January 6th debate featuring the Krasensteins versus. Oh, you watched that? That happened? Oh, God. Versus Alex Jones, Alex Jones and Glenn Destiny, Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald. And yeah, I, I was listening at the gym, uh, just kind of like off and on, kind of paying attention. And it it brought me to this conclusion that like we're really like we're doomed. Because like mm -hmm. Alex Jones was just like, and I, I tapped out around this point, you know, Destiny, I forgot the point that Destiny was making, but like, you know, disagreements aside with him and Krasenstein's like they, they were just spitting facts. And okay. something that Destiny said, Alex Jones replied to, oh, but you got the vaccine and then kind of turned into like a mini vaccine <laughs> debate. And I'm just like, oh my God. And for some reason, it's like God himself put the thought in my head of George Carlin's quote, where he's like, the stupidest person that you've heard like, imagine most of the country is, like, half as smart as that person. Like, I, I'm butchering the quote, but you know what I'm talking Like, it just made me feel so hopeless because it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is not just, like, Alex Jones being Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. We're no longer in the situation where he's an outlier. Like, this is kind of representative of a significant portion of the electorate. Oh, yeah, and, like, if you just listen to my uncle, some of my family members, it's like, mm -hmm. Alex Jones kind of sounds smarter than them. So mm -hmm. I really feel like we're oh fucking, God. we're doomed. Wow. Um, you know, because... You know, as crazy as Alex Jones is, like, he at least has the ability to, like... String a sentence together? He could string a sentence together, <laughs> yeah. and there's a point there. Like, it might be weird and mushy and amorphous, and he, he, he makes these logical leaps based on, like... The water is turning the frogs gay. Like, that makes total sense. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. But, like, there is, like, a there bit is of an argument there. there. Yes. Whereas there's no coherency to like, you know, the, the rank and files. And it's not like my family and people who I know who are MAGA are representative of all of them. But I mean, they're pretty fucking dumb, right? So it's just, it makes you feel so like. Sorry, so, to, sorry to Mike's family. Yeah. Oh, no. If they're, if they're watching, they already know how I feel. They watch every anyway. episode, though. So how does uh, that I'm mean? sure. I'm sure. Maybe you know, we're some, the problem. Sometimes they'll question like, hey, you said this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, you got but, uh, it. You got it. <laughs> You guys are dumb. It's just like, it's, you got, okay. <laughs> I just don't know how you like, there's this sense that like, like, I, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago, I thought the number of people who are too far gone was maybe like 5%. No. You know, people who you just, you can't really, you can't have an argument with them mm. or get them to your side because there's just no rationale. They're just operating on a different plane mm. of logic and exist mentally in a different dimension. Now, I think that that number is probably like 45, maybe 50%. Like, I, I feel like it's over. Because it's, it's yeah. not only people with in that kind of thought process that you just said. Like, you can't even argue that there's no rationale. There's no, like, agree to disagree. It's not only in politics. Like, if you go under right. your favorite and um, pages um comment section people are arguing and none of them have taken the time to go read a full article to actually mm -hmm. get information um to have a conversation after reading it they're just going off of a headline that this blog page put up and they're fighting about it nobody has any rationale like um you know love you brother like I'm just going to go off like Mike's energy. Um, my brother ain't done. Um, but we were, you know, talking about um, 
something that came out and I and I I said this um in a conversation with somebody else too another journalist and I'm like this whole thing about citizen journalism um can be very hurtful mm-hmm. um especially on TikTok random people are coming out and making up stories and people are going with this so my brother was asking me he's like let me see um uh the the td jakes thing um that you saw i i know that it's true because it's, it was all over tiktok and i'm like yeah but they were going off of documents that cassie put out and if you go through those documents what they said isn't there's no that's not what was in there so if you can i mean i'm pretty sure there's some kind of tie there but it wasn't this and the fact that you guys are going off of this thing is problematic but people were arguing People were arguing. There was no way you could have said, hey, but if you look at page six, of, they're going to be like, no, no. What I see, And that's what I feel like I'm arguing with people who are right wing people, Donald Trump supporters. You can tell them, hey, no, what he said is actually going to hurt you because that policy. No, you don't know anything. That's my mm-hmm. president. That's the mm-hmm. argument. That's the yeah. argument, y'all. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I know. You, there, there's no, there's no. Yeah, there's no rationalizing. No, they don't yeah. go try to get any information. And I would love it if they read it and then got some the forms, you know, an opinion after reading it. And then we could have a, an argument. You tell me where you're coming from and then da, 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 and we can leave a beat like we read it. We got it. This is what I got from this, this is what you got. From. No, no. A lot of people just go off of what Trump says. And that's Bible. No research. No, nothing. They go off of what their white right wing leader, local leader says. There's n- nothing. And they don't understand why their community can't get basic things or why things are so expensive or why, you know, why the living because you voted for this person only because they were conservative, but you didn't, yeah. you didn't check on their policies. You didn't do it. And now you're hurt. Now your community is hurt. Now your children can't go to that school. Your child can't go to that school. Now y'all can't they go to this grocery store no more. It's super expensive. You can't stand your mortgage is too high. You didn't know. Because you didn't want to go research and you did not want to go get the correct information. So this is where we at right now. People don't like to read. But but I learned that Bud Light is the reason for all my problems. Right. See that yeah. because and, of Bud and Light. weren't they weren't they trying yeah. to connect? I think it was like New York Post had like an article where it was like they were trying to connect what was her name again? Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney to like all beer beer sales being like oh the New York decimated. Post did that yeah and, and <laughs> like yeah they're like, uh, like what the, this the response beer was so bad down. that it's decreased yeah domestic beer sales by this percent and I was like no the one one social media post didn't change like the consumption habits of an entire country um, actually Anheuser Busch the the value of their stock is more valuable now than it was a year ago so. The, the boycott really didn't do it much for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, interesting. Um, they it's, were taking their F-150s C- on TikTok and backing <laughs> it up on Budweiser. I would never drink this again. And like, if your wife's in the back with like a shotgun, and kids holding little guns. And I'm like, this is so dumb. You know what is so sad to me? It's not like, when I say everybody is dumb, like a lot of people are just like, I don't, like, I don't think that they're, like, they're defective intellectually. Like, I think that there's just, like, there's no curiosity anymore, right? Everybody just wants to feel like they are infallible and they don't want yeah. their beliefs to be challenged. Yeah. You know, and we're all in an echo chamber to an extent, right? Like it or not. But, like, there's just, like, when it comes to Trump supporters, like, there's just, correct. It's, it's, it's not just, like, oh, I refuse to like budge for my position. I'm going to dig my heels. And it's like, no, I'm in a literal fucking cult right now. And we have a deity. Don't you dare tell me otherwise. 
and it's just it's frustrating because like we're we live in a society guys not to do the meme but like how do we go forward like how do we like maybe you can't like i just don't know uh it's just it's so frustrating because there's there's this is not necessarily something that i think that like historians and political scientists have are able to account for right like we're in a new age where like there's social media now there's different things that we're dealing with climate change so we have like a time limit to when we have to get our shit together yeah. that we're running out of um so it's just frustrating right because like it's it's also irritating to me that we all have many computers with infinite information with us all the time and we're like mm -hmm. we're dumber more in, uninformed yeah. than ever but in we theory we should be like peak intellectual like fucking wearing fedoras no, walking around reading talking about is philosophy. so hard for people i look on like you know i had to stop like i said following the shade room but i tend to go <laughs> back to see what people are talking about after i read something and i know the news i'll go to the shade room and see what these people are talking about and i'm like damn they so dumb the, look at this you see there it says the new york new york times article go to it Go to it. Go read it. Because y'all in this conversation said, see, I knew and I knew. You didn't know. And you're wrong. And They're not going to read New York Times. So propaganda. I know, even, whatever article it may have came out, there could be a video. Because what I see is a lot of these pages just for views, just to garner more views or whatever. They also post up just the clip. I didn't like when recently um, Angela Bassett had gotten an honorary, an honorary um, Oscar, right? And so congrats like to her. Regina King, who we haven't seen in a long time um, since the um, her son committed suicide. We have, of course, we haven't seen her in a long time. Um, she was the one to present Angela Bassett with the award. Uh, and when she seen her at like out of excitement and love, she gave her a hug after the beautiful words that Regina told her before presenting it to her. Um, she gave her a, a peck on the lips and it wasn't anything sexual or whatever. And it was so quick. But what those pages and blogs did, put, like they put it up and they said, um, Regina and Angela share a kiss as she presents her with the Oscar. And they just had the still there. You would have thought they was making out. You would have thought they was just like, you know, it was. And I'm like, no, because I seen it and it was just like loving. Sometimes I'm with my mom when she's so excited, she'll just grab my face and kiss me. Not making out with me, not nothing. It's just like a, a endearing thing, knowing what that woman went through when she showed up for you in this time. But the, the comment section was like, they're trying to put the gay agenda on us. Lesbians. They done got to, they done got God to Angela, and they done got to Regina. See, this is what I'm talking about. Black women, black women can't even. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I saw one today from uh, <clears throat> Chaya Raychek, uh, where she, again, another oh, with, with stewardesses. Yeah, the stewardess, like, posts a, oh, a, a right. photo, and it's like four female stewardess on, like, a plane being like, I, I know what they're trying to do. And it's like, what? What are they trying <laughs> They're making to fun do? of us to our faces now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I actually didn't know what she was talking about at first. Like, I was, I'm like, is it just that there's four females? Like, I'm I trying did, to understand. I I, honestly, I didn't. Either, I, I saw someone else quote. That's, that's how I saw it. If I had just seen her tweet, I would have no idea what she's talking about. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh, that's exactly see that's working on you that's exactly how so it works you don't even notice how they're that's brainwashing it. you we're doing the discourse yeah. right now <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah no it really is that way and then people are taking photos of random people and then saying this person was mean to me because i asked for water and they told me i had to wait till i sat down on the plane to get water and this is the service and then they're out there at delta delta this is who's who you have serving on your <laughs> plane and it's like people have audacity they're not smart wow. and they they're 
all entitled. Um, and I just, this is the world we're living in right now. It's very unfortunate, but we have to be the ones to um, combat that as best as we can. Um, I'm not saying don't enjoy a good time, but when we know things is just ain't right, like the arguments, and I will not argue. Somebody told me, hey, let's sit and talk about politics. No. I'm oh, not going to talk about that with you. I'm not about to sit <laughs> here and and your your argument. You ain't got no kind of no research, no nothing about it. And I'm not going to sit here, waste my breath, get upset. You got to do the heavy lifting too. Right? Yeah, blood pressure to the sky because I decided to have a conversation with you who who isn't informed at all. Mm-hmm. So even no. if you talk, like even if there's just like one of your friends who is pretty liberal, they don't really follow politics. If you try to talk about politics with them, it will be infuriating. Because there's like so much that people pick up just from like headlines or what they hear people saying um, that like it, it's hard to not like have your perception about them be changed. Right. Like I was libs have split into two factions. There's the ones where it's like, you know, they seem to be getting more reasonable and they're asking these questions like, hey, can you tell me a little bit about how like capitalism intersects with slavery and how that Mm. worked into the body? Like, okay, yeah, totally neat. And then there's the other half that are just like, they just went completely fashy after October 7th. Israel has a right to defend itself. We must destroy Hamas. We must destroy terror. I'm like, what is happening? You must kill them all. And you're like, holy shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that. I think that's exactly it. And I think that Alejandro Caraballo put it best when she said that like libs are just like one moral panic away from being yeah, straight disaster. up fascist. fascist. Like that is the most <laughs> truest thing ever. Like I was talking to somebody over the holidays, like during the family get togethers and stuff like that and friend get togethers. I won't say who. And this person is like very apolitical, you know, um, but just drops the whole. Yeah, I th- actually think that Obama is controlling Biden. And I'm like. That's like a, that's like a real deep like fox news conspiracy theory that they drop like i hadn't heard that where'd one. you even I, hear that from like i've heard that he's trump in a skin suit i heard that one i didn't did y'all see i know this is so random but um did y'all see the movie that he um oh i'm talking about um barack oh the movie right him and his wife put on i didn't Netflix. like it. You didn't like it? Was, it? it was called was we me and David talked about this last week. I can't why. remember the name. So I can be so leave, I can leave, be like, leave the world behind. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Leave the world leaving the world okay. behind. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you like it? Tell me. Um, it felt like an M. Night Shyamalan movie or Shyamalan movie. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like one of those films for the long. Like I just I I I found it very silly for a long time, and I was like. I know why this could have been clever. I, I understand what the purpose was with a handful of the things they were doing. And at first I was almost like, oh, this is neat because like Julia Roberts is playing a Karen and immediately I'm not liking her because I'm like, she's really carrying out right now. But they're doing a play on that because the twist is that it's actually a good idea for her to be protective of her kids in this situation. Because mm-hmm. of the like, But then the whole thing just derails and got weirder and, and worse. And so, like, it was one of those, I didn't care about anybody. I was, I was just sitting back. I was like, everyone can explode and I'll be fine. You know, I'll just, I'll enjoy the explosion so <laughs> i enjoyed it as just like i'm not thinking too hard about it like it, it was like a it was, mm. it was like a solid like six out of ten or like seven out of ten for me like it was yeah. it was enjoyable enough to finish it it went by quicker than i than i thought it would a lot of i enjoy movies that end quickly that feel like they're quick i hate long movies <laughs> so mm-hmm. if your movie it feels short or feels like a good length then immediately it's like at least a six out of ten but it, it was i thought it was fine i mean I, I i wouldn't watch it again but i i enjoyed it enough yeah, I, I liked it for what it was. Um, yeah. But I and I said this last week too. I felt like it was really cheap. Like they're trying to make 
like they just hinted at like what was going I'm trying not to like spoil it, but like they hinted at what was going on, but didn't like really flesh it out and explain it. It was just kind of like cowardly, like, oh, something's happened and uh, we'll let you kind of fill in the blanks as to what's <laughs> happening. Here's That's a hint. It's like, no, don't like actually give me some more details. And the way that it ending ended was infuriating to me. It was the dumbest way to end a movie. I literally was like, what the fuck? And then I saw Obama's name come up as uh, executive producer and I got but even more mad. You didn't know mad. before you watched it. I had no oh, idea, I no. Okay. I didn't know that either. Okay, yeah. you didn't know either. Okay, no. so yeah. So when I knew that he was a part of I'm like let me support and then when I'm like I'm like well what they know is this stuff that they know like is this what happened like I'm just gonna protect myself and are these things that we should be getting ready for see I get crazy in my head I start piecing together things and I'm like you know should we start looking at like places that got stuff to make sure and but they just, it was the beginning it really pissed me off like you said Lance I was like okay white lady could, could be clever this ain't you this know. ain't yours. This ain't yours. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why in my own home I can't. And th that was bothering me the whole time because mm -hmm. it was still giving entitlement. And no matter what, they were afraid to offend these people. And I didn't like that because the whole movie. And then there was that weird part where they were like embracing after dance. That was I'm like, now why oh, would I you? Know what you're talking about. I don't right, that's get it. Out of place. This is so weird. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, making no. me uncomfortable. That was, that was a weird scene. Yeah. So I, I really it. enjoyed the song, though. I haven't yeah, heard that in a while. I don't know why she's on the two, but he's on the one and the three. I don't know what's happening, but they getting down. And then I thought, okay. And then it was like, it got weird because I'm like, why is this moment happening? Like, I don't yeah. know. But every second I was waiting for something because it was like, doom, doom, doom. So I'm like, I'm anticipating something to happen and it didn't. You want to know what's funny about that is it was coming on. I was watching it with my husband and my in-laws and I started singing it as the song came on. Cause like, Oh my God, that's like mm -hmm. my fucking childhood. Yeah. And then my husband was like, is this the, why you always lying song? And I'm like, what? I'm like, Oh my God, this is, that's how he knows it. I totally forgot about like, that. That's a real song. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's Oh my funny. God. Then that song was stuck in my head. I'm like, why the fuck you lying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a good video too. yeah 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 I was, I was very turned off by uh the character in the beginning as well for the entitlement and stuff like that yeah and that, also that, i hated yeah. the, her kids i felt like her kids were just so stupid like the I'm dumbest kids on the planet i'm sick of them i'm yeah. like girl you can't watch it i don't give a damn like the world something's right? happening and you talking about a show that's too grown for you i gotta you? see friends <laughs> like, how does it end i'm gonna die if i don't see it shut the fuck up okay <laughs> I just figured she was like on the spectrum. Like I'm like she's a kid, whatever. She she has this obsession with friends. But like that's that whatever. And, and she she you know at the end of the day. But this is just like I felt like I didn't like how they were just throughout the whole thing while the other family was still struggling in every way you can think and imagine. After they worked hard to even protect themselves from this, that man had knowledge and everything, and the white family was still winning this whole time. I that bothered me. Mm -hmm. That bothered me. So I'm like, now why? What they know? Because I just need to know what they know. Well, but there are also she, dynamics that weren't really explored. Like the daughter uh, was like, why are we still sleeping in the basement? They're sleeping like in our rooms. And it was like, yeah, like that is a good question. Like I get that they rented the house, but I mean, things have changed now. You're in a completely different world. Like why? Why? 
Like, and Could that, you imagine this, if, didn't like, those, those American rednecks who always, like, bring their guns outside when they go to talk to strangers and stuff, if they had the Airbnb, they were like, this is our home, we're taking yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah. like, you can sleep yeah. on the floor, but yeah. yeah. And then, now that you bring up that, you know, the, the redneck, what about the, the the random character that was, I forgot his name, the character, but um, when Kevin they went Bacon. to his house. When Kevin Bacon? They, yeah. Oh, right. I'm like, now this is just so random. Don't know why the little girl's in the window. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, this character I would not have slept in the basement. I'll say like, that. What's he happening have, here? He would have took yeah, his bed. On top, on top of that, I, now that we're talking about this and it's my memory's getting jogged, like when he went into the wine cabinet, it showed that there was a gun in the drawer and they tried to make you sympathize with her character like she was... There was a reason for her to be skeptical of him, like but it's like, scared. I told you. No, there never was a reason. He, like, all Americans that, that get a fucking gun. I know. That was the whole, like, <laughs> it's supposed to be clever. The rocket machine. I need you to have a Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot. What was that? What was that? Like, it almost no. felt like apologia for racism. Well, like, racism. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. I didn't, I didn't understand that part. Were, were they trying to Karen show that no matter what, white people will be looked at and, you know, they will empathize with white people and no matter what we have to do that as black people here i don't know where they were going with that i don't i don't honestly don't think they were thinking too much about it i don't i just just were throwing things together (laughs) yeah Yeah. and now boat smashes into the that's it like that's, that's what I was into. I'm like, oh, why is why is this boat doing this? Why are no, these the planes falling out of the sky? That's, that, that, that was like the, the extent of my in, thinking. I said, oh, this is gonna be good. And the that loud like, noise. Oh no, you like, go to That was the start of the movie. I was <laughs> there like, was this is so good. The boat coming in. Yeah, and it's not yeah. stopping. Wow. But then it was like, and there's there's what? unrealistic things like Kevin Bacon's character having a black friend. Zero percent chance that kind of a character. <laughs> Would have any black friends. Well, as far as we saw him in yeah. that in that movie, though, apparently he was acting really different than how he normally acts. So maybe normally he's not. He's he, he isn't he's who Kevin Bacon nice appeared guy. to be. I've, I've, the... I've heard nothing but good things about. Kevin. Yeah, no, I, I, he's, I, he's, I he's apparently as an actor, character. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. I hear great things about him, but in the movie, he didn't even. I'm just like, what is this? Because even he's over here telling that this is his friend to these strangers, and in these strangers' face, this white man's literally saying. Get away from me. I don't know you. <laughs> Real biblical. I got like, my beard. I'm going to protect my family now. It's like, like oh my God, friend. he's going to say something so racist. I was just like <laughs> waiting for it. And he did it. But it's like, like, okay, this is not a belief. Like, he, they're not friends. Like, he, he I'm didn't sorry. know him. He's seen him yeah. twice. Okay. He didn't know that man. <laughs> that man coming over here for medicine is getting crazy. <laughs> And then he was the like, one it's, thing the, that... it's the Chinese. Or what did he say? And then it got, that was getting racist. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. They were crazy. all getting like yeah. different messages. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a, those. Know, Maybe it's North Korea. It's like, it's not North Korea. It's not. A, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like, it was everybody. It was, it was racist. Okay. We're the baddies, okay? It would be us invading them. Stop. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But, the one um, thing that, that really made no sense to me was that the scene on the beach where, you know, he... Uh, I, I forget who's in that scene, but whoever it was, they they see a body, and they like they're shocked. They see this body. They look up, and there's like mm. bodies ever. You didn't oh, see the it giant mess of bodies that were already there, and the giant <laughs> yeah. and the plane that crashed. Like, like, how did yeah. you not see the rest of the beach? That's what I was saying too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that made no sense at all. So, and I'm like, did the so did his wife die in that one? I, in that plane, like it was very confusing. I guess I think it was assumed that she died in some plane. I, yeah. I'm not, okay. I'm not sure they didn't one. say because they didn't finish writing it. There's like we're no, done with what we've got. It was a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot just, of movies do that though, where they're just like, this is the end. Yeah, you figure out the rest for yourself. That, that's yeah. yeah, left to interpretation. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Which I don't, I don't appreciate because it's like, okay, we're, we're you're already immersing us with your imagination and your world. So mm -hmm. fill in the blanks. I don't need to bring in my brain and like I'm not a creative person. That's why I'm watching your shit. I would make my own fucking movie <laughs> if I was creative. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I want you to tell me explicitly. Like don't like unless you're gonna be like pretty pretty. A heavy in the insinuation don't just like leave it up for interpretation i i hate that about movies maybe i'm just right. not like imaginative enough but i i don't i don't like when they do that that's why i didn't I like asteroid city because that, that whole movie was interpretation basically there's no plot to it oh, i didn't mind it oh i hated it although i will say i asked i was on it's, i was on the vanguard fuck Oh, okay. It is, and and I asked them about Wes All Anderson, and they recommended yeah. other Wes Anderson movies because I thought that like the characters and the dialogue was good. And I did watch uh, Fantastic oh, Mr. Tenenbaums. Fox. Oh yeah, Loved that it. Fantastic Mr. Fox is great too. Yeah. Loved it. Are y'all gonna go see the movie that came out? The okay, did you guys see Color Purple? I did uh, not. Yeah, no. the original. Okay. I, so, I, I don't yeah, know if I want to see the remake. I don't think I. Okay. So oh, the, yeah. original, the original. Right? I don't know if I want to see the remake. I, I, it's, it's it's um it's a musical. So if you're not into musical, oh I won't see it then. I can't do it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see <laughs> it. Run the one? numbers up. No. Um, but there's some drama with that. Um, with Taraji and them. But I'm not gonna get into that. But there's um there's the other movie that's coming out tomorrow, and it's the book of Clarence, and it has Keith. Oh. I think the thing his name is. Lakeith Stanfield or something like that. I love Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, in, in like handsome. more ways than one. Like, yeah, and yeah. he has—he's a good actor, great actor, and I think yeah. it's going to be great. I don't know what it's about. I've seen clips of it, and I still don't know what it's about. What it's about? I haven't read up on it. I want to be surprised mm. when I go to the movie theater. But there's a song that came out with Lil Wayne, um, Buju Banton, and somebody else from it. From it, and it's a good song. I said, okay, mm. this sound like Vince's Lil Wayne, and it was like a nice song from the soundtrack. The soundtrack hasn't been complete yet, but that's the first song. So it, um, the movie comes out tomorrow, I believe. I want to be mm. surprised. I mind you, I don't know what the movie's about, so I don't know. Okay, right? It looks like know. it's gonna be good. It. I don't know if it's like a play on religion. I don't or a book in the Bible. I don't know, but it's called the Book of Clarence. I mean, I could tell you. I just looked it up, but it's okay. I won't tell you. Yeah. No, what did you want to be? Okay. Uh, the Book of Clarence is a 2023 American biblical comedy drama mm. uh, film written and directed by uh, James Samuel, produced by uh, Samuel uh, Jay Z, and it, it, it there's more people. Oh, Jay Z uh, also produced it. Well, apparently, yeah. putting the money up. Wow. I can give you more if you want, but okay. You should go so and shoot one fresh. Okay. <laughs> okay, but yeah, the song is dope. The the one song they dropped with Lil Wayne and um, Bougie, it's it's a nice vibe. I was working out to it earlier, so yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's it. it should be. It better to. be a good movie because they have been disappointing us like nobody's business. These movies. I don't <laughs> even remember half of the movies that we watched. Because I, I, I've never watched so many movies until, like, you know, COVID season. COVID, and mind yeah. you, COVID ain't left either. Um, right. But the um, I've watched so many movies and I can't remember them. And I, I feel like, oh, my goodness. So I'll go on Netflix and it'll say, because you watch this. And I'm like, I never watch that. <laughs> and then I'll play, like, five seconds of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. That movie sucked. <laughs> like, like, it sucked. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, there was so you much. You just purge it from your memory and you forget that you watched it. Oh, yeah. I threw it away. I threw it away. Just put yep. it out of here. Yeah. That's my That's parents. They, they, they forget they watch movies. They'll like get like 20 minutes into it. Like, oh, yeah, we saw this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
The movies. I'll I don't right know. They're not the best anymore. I want. I hope that the book of Clarence is good. I want to go to the movie theater and really just sit and enjoy myself um, for a good matinee or something, and just like watch something good. Because these movies have been like I know Color Purple is gonna be. I already know what that's gonna give me. I'm probably gonna cry. Probably gonna be whatever. But I want to laugh. I want to have like a, a like a a good movie that is memorable. Because these movies ain't giving what they used to. Everyone I don't watch many movies anymore. Good. I haven't seen it though. Seen what? Well, the new Godzilla movie is supposed to be really good. Oh, oh. yes, actually. Okay. Yeah, everyone that. says it's very emotional. I do hear it's really, really? Good. Yeah. Every everyone's okay. like the new Japanese Godzilla is like an amazing movie. I know it sounds weird to say, but apparently it's incredible. Okay. Mike watched it, said he was yeah. great. We talked last week about it. Okay. I will check it out. Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon is really good. Also, shout out to Lily Gladstone for just becoming the first Native woman to ever win uh, for Best uh, Golden Globe. The What's the movie name? Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Very good book. I read it over the, the vacation, too. Good book. Good film. Very, okay, good, let me put that. Good both. Well, it's 10. We're out of content. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good because I have to do a podcast now. I can't stop. Do you? Do yeah. a podcast. Oh, jeez. Oh, about what? I don't know. I, I got invited onto Western Kabuki. So I was like, oh, I, I love this. Right now? Yeah. I said, I'd, well, no, I, I said it started like 7.20 when we were done. But now that David's calling it early, I'm like, okay, nice. I can actually. I didn't necessarily call. I'm just saying we're out of content. <laughs> no, I think there's more that we can talk about. But I, honestly, I wouldn't be mad. I know, look, Rebecca came mm -hmm. late and she wanted to leave early. Yeah. I was here. Oh, I was here. We all want to leave I early. I won't be secretly. mad either, it's honestly. Okay. Yeah. I'm sad. I ain't going to lie back. I want to finish the Prince of Persia demo. Prince of Persia demo's out. Was, I played, oh, there's like, a demo? Oh, it just came out. It's really good. I play. Like, oh, okay. The reviews are out. Reviews are really good for it. So What's, I'm. Where do you? I'm gonna how do you get the up. demo? What are you playing it on? It's on everything, as far as I know. I'm playing on oh, PS5. Oh shit! Well, that's what I'm mm -hmm. gonna do this weekend. I'm gonna check out that demo. <laughs> Lance, what were you saying? I forgot. It's a. I don't know. <laughs> time's a flat circle now. <laughs> hey, look, I know. I forget. God, I need to work my my mind muscles. Um, you know, working in corporate, they just take my little brain. And they all dumb over there too. That's another dumb place, corporate. Okay, <laughs> they just dumb. And I'd be like, "Are you guys in the meeting? Are you guys serious?" Like, and I'll say that too. I'm like, "Um, you can't. This can't be serious." And they're like, "Um, Rebecca, you're you're not on mute. I know. I know I'm not on mute. <laughs> then, I, then I don't hear myself anymore. This is when I'm really upset. And then I don't hear myself anymore. They don't mute me." <laughs> they don't oh, really they don't they do you. Yes. the force me oh yes because i didn't say anything for a while and they were just saying the dumbest stuff and i thought would hurt <laughs> would hurt the employees and i let them ride with it and then i thought it was like the what they were trying to come up with was going to be it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't good and i didn't like it and i felt like somebody had to speak up so i did um, and then I clarified and then I'm like, cause every, you guys can't be serious with what you're coming up with. And Rebecca, you're, you're not on mute. I know that. I know. You that work in marketing? Did you work um, in marketing? No, no, I actually okay. work in communications and I just, I used to work in marketing and there were meetings where I'm like, what the fuck are you guys yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah. Why did y'all even put me here? I, I could have been doing something else. Like, I don't like that. And I don't, I don't like what you guys are coming up with. This is, the, and it'd be dumb. I'm like, who's running this? And then I see who's running it. And I'm like, your picture on here tells me everything that I need to know. <laughs> like, like, don't even email me again, person. Like, I hate to be mean. Y'all know I hate to be mean, but they're they they make things that will hurt um, clients on purpose, 
and they want me to follow along with that. Mm-hmm. And I won't. I won't. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like all like corporate heads are just they are inherently stupid. Like they're all NPCs with you know pre-written dialogue options and they can't deviate away from it like it, they're and they come up with the stupidest things they're never like for me i, I would have to deal with corporate like because i was in stores like when i did retail and stuff and like when you'd have when you get like communications from corporate or you'd have to be on conference calls they always come up with the dumbest fucking recommendations like just the random off the top of my head examples when we were i worked at blockbuster and we were bought out by dish network and then they wanted us to start selling dish network to the blockbuster customers on the floor and i'm like this is going to just piss people off. They don't want, yes. like, they're here to rent a movie, not, like, because like, they don't marketing. have. That's yeah. um, We're doing B2B, all the all the BS, yeah. all the things. And it's like, I'm getting cussed out. <laughs> right? Not you. Yeah. I, love, I love it so off. much because our district manager, or not the district manager, but one of them under them, it doesn't matter. They came in and they tried to show us how to do it. And they, like, walked up to a customer and was like, hey, with their flies, like, fuck off. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's what you're telling us to do, you dipshit. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And then they'll, they'll, tell, they'll tell you, like, to, I remember when I was working um, in the Gap on 34th Street, and they would tell me to, like, sell people things, like the credit cards. This person is coming to return something and explaining to me they had to return it, not because it didn't fit, not because, but because they don't have the money and they need it so that they can, because people in New York are very expressive. They go on their detail. They will talk. They'll tell you about their life. So, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, go ahead. Bring it, bring it all back. Da, da, da. And it's like, and my manager passed by. Did you offer her a credit card? She has no money. (laughs) She's hungry. Lady, get from off of me. Then I don't offer the credit card. Then she I get pulled into the back and I'm told, see, you're not doing things that will actually help you elevate here as a cashier. Mm. So I'm not because you need to elevate if you want to grow at the gap. You you have to lose your humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. They get this. They get disrespected. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that. And that's where I get into yeah. a lot of trouble when I work in these places because I'm going to like help the customer, the client, the person. And if I feel like we're creating things that are actually going to be abusive, I'll be that one, and I'll tell you how it's going to be abusive and all of that. And I get in trouble for it a lot. Let's just say that. So yeah, that's why it is. The incentive structure is just so backwards. Yeah. that you can't afford is going to be potentially life affecting. Like if you mm-hmm. spiral into endless debt and you're like, oh, I got the super high interest credit card at this random retail outlet because they said mm-hmm. I could get a free hat with it. That yep. could fuck your life up. Yeah, well, but oh, Rebecca may have got, got a promotion. So finance and communication. So you have to understand what I'm seeing all the time and the things that these people come up with daily to abuse people who are already in debt um it's terrible so i'm watching people and they have us try to communicate with these people in different ways or talk to them or create these programs um to assist or to it's really bad y'all i hate i wish i can go into it i always say this on my show i'm like dang when i get out of there i can't (laughs) wait to tell y'all what's going on because i have and i hate having to work for these people because this is my livelihood right Mm -hmm. so i know that sometimes i go too far but i know that if i really really tell them and deal with them how i want to i won't have a job like i won't be able to you know take care of myself so in that way though i try to do what i can because I'm like, I'm working for evil people, Lord. So, like, help me to be a vessel in some way. So, I'll be like, 
now I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. And I'll have like a whole thing as to why. And they'll talk about it. And they'll be like, well, since Rebecca brought up this point, it's a good point. So we'll look over it like that. Like they'll, they're sick of my stuff too. They're sick of my shit. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so the, so in other words, support Rebecca on Patreon so she can go full time and I then heard. we can get the tea. Yes, yeah. please do. Yeah, because I'll be here and I will let y'all yeah, know. And once the they let me go, I'll be yeah. like, yes, and this is exclusive. That should be a goal. Unlock the tea. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Y'all would you you're gonna want to know the tell all. Y'all gonna we'll have know. to do a full episode on just like corporate oh, yeah. stories. Yeah, we'll break it down. You should yeah. if you haven't read you should like start writing things down just like so you don't forget like things that happen. Yeah. Just like oh, notes no, and I stuff. got it. I'm like, I'm a journaler, oh, yeah. so I, I definitely I know a I got things, I got things to say, and even something that had to happen in the beginning of COVID that I helped change to help our clients because they were being so nasty and greedy and taking from, from clients. So I had wrote a whole long thing and they ended up having to change their policy at that time. Good. Yep. Nice. I was in there. The show was. So you're doing good. You're, you're helping this corporation not be as shitty as they possibly can. Like mm -hmm. you are, yeah. you are yeah. limiting that ability. Yeah. That's good. And, you know and what would be really it. fun? On that note, if we did like a, I would like to just do call-ins in general, but had a call-in show where people had like horror stories of like customer service or corporate jobs. Cause like, those are always so cathartic. Like I remember when I was working, like my longest retail job was, was Blockbuster and there were forums called I hate blockbuster.com. And I would go on them every single day <laughs> and just like see all the people bitching about it. It felt really good. So I feel like we, we can maybe give people an outlet in that way. Yeah. And help them yeah. release that. Cause there's yeah. trauma. Okay, there's yeah. trauma. So maybe like uh, uh, where everybody can come and say, hey, my name is such and such. And I, too, <laughs> was abused, um, you know, mentally uh, by my corporate job or by my retail job. Retail is crazy. Yeah. Retail is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I ain't gonna hold y'all no more, David. I know. I ain't trying to hold you no more, though. I'm held down enough. Hey, yeah, I you're the you one I do too. I'd, I'd like to be able to eat something before the podcast. I gotta do after this. So. Well, okay. You all can go. Me and Mike will tackle these uh, super chats. All right. Yes, please. I love you guys so much. Happy and New Year. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I happy new year happy 2024 i think we're gonna have a really good year here on the show if you guys mm -hmm. don't know already saturday morning watch my show it's gonna be streaming on my page rebecca zor that's like it or not it's our premiere show for the year and i'm so happy to be with leftist mafia this year i think we're gonna be i think it's gonna be a really good time i really do i think so too mm -hmm. i think so too we're gonna change right. the world bye y'all love you bye, bye everyone <laughs> love you too. Yeah. ciao bye oh, that's good. All right, yeah, this is fine. With, with two, it's fine. With three, it's like you got just your face like this. Yeah, it looks too <laughs> weird and it makes me self-conscious. All right, let's skip all these gifted memberships to Matt Bender <laughs> and uh, Tony Rizzo. I believe this is also from Matt Bender. Uh, Matt, if you're watching this while still at the TechCon, snag me a new RTX 490, will you? Free. Uh, uh, what's that? Ant Anims for anims? life. If you do, well. Good I asked Bender for free shit too. I don't think he's he's gonna get he's gonna do it, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um this is for me. Lawn gnomes. We're three years out from Jan six. What's something you still want answers to? I'd love to know who planted bombs near the DNC and elsewhere. I don't know if I have any quite I don't I don't think there's anything I really want answers to when it comes to Jan six. Um I'm more just curious as a whole, uh, how people can fall so easily into a into a cult. I guess that's kind of my question. <laughs> it's like, how would, 
or more so, how do we get them out of being in a cult? Uh, right. If I, if if we knew that, that would really be beneficial. Um, I think that's for I think Rebecca. Yeah, slaying a queen. It'd be for either Rebecca or me, and it's not for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> Is this you? Uh, no. I assume I for Matt. Matt. Uh, Baldassar, America officially struck Yemen, continuing from precedent just now. Yeah, I think we brought that up during the podcast. Here we go. This one's from me, Lydia Rose, 499. Thank you, Lydia. I just wanted to thank you for your coverage of all the anti-LGBTQ laws. You're one of the only ones I've seen talking about it on YouTube. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed that video. Uh, I think it's important. Um, but there was so much uh, I wasn't sure what to talk about, so I talked about all the anti-LGBTQ laws. There's a lot. Yeah, I'm glad that you found some value out of that. It was very depressing to make and do research for. Uh, T-Types, $5. Thank you. In America, centrism is always right-wing. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, Bay photo, uh, four ninety nine. We did read this one, but I will read it again. Thank you, Bay photo. Oh yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, CNN talking heads uh, called the Houthi airstrikes in Yemen a de-escalation tactic. Warhawks are insane. Make it make sense. Yeah, I honestly want to find the clip now because that is just that is. I mean, talk about mental gymnastics. That's wild to me. Yeah. Is this for Matt? Uh, not for me. So it must be for Matt. Uh, Omega Shenron Dragon, like Trump, Biden is about to drag us into the throes of of COVID, possibly start World War Three during the election year, and cuts to popular policies. Yeah, there are definitely similarities. Uh, I'm not really sure about World War Three, but I I'd want to be optimistic about a no World War Three. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's avoid that, please. Uh, one eighty. 180 Chan, thank you for the five bucks, says, I fear how 20 to 30 years from now, how American history books will summarize what is happening in Gaza right now. This is what is so amazing to me. It is so clear now who is in the wrong Mm -hmm. that, you know, we shouldn't need to wait 20 years. I'm not saying you're saying this, but I'm just saying generally, we shouldn't need to to wait and, and see, you know, how history will look back at this time. It is very clear now what is going on? And this makes me think back to like other, you know, whether it's like the Vietnam War or, or other um, moments in time that that where there was a clear division and now it's clear now who was right, who was wrong. It's it's always clear, I think, at the time, um, just yeah. as it is right now. So it's, it's just, it's frustrating that there's even a debate over what's going on. Yeah. I think this is for you uh, or, or for Matt. I think it's for Matt. Uh, Charlie Degenemir. Uh, if anyone needs a good chuckle after this is a palate cleanser, look up the long, look up the long, long man commercials from Japan. It's got a great love triangle arc. Interesting. I've never heard <laughs> of that. They, I know they have good commercials. Oh, this Bender. is for. Uh, I think this is for Rebecca though, because oh, the, oh, the little okay. link icon. Uh, okay, good Bender is not is not on to corrupt Becca for this episode. We must protect Becca's innocence. Joking, we love Matt and love you always, Becca. Also for Becca. Parker Fetterman, quote, maybe South Africa should sit this conversation of Israeli genocide, but somehow the U.S. deserves to be part of the convoy. Yeah, we brought that up during yeah, the podcast. I know. It's God. insane. 
Uh, Lydia Rose with 499. Thank you, Lydia. That's a second one for me. Really appreciate that. Uh, Trump is going to win or seize power, and I'm terrified of what will come for all of us, especially uh, for my fellow trans people. Yeah, I'm absolutely terrified as well. Uh, I, I I think that if he were to win, then, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, we can only speculate and could catastrophize. Uh, all I'm saying is if you're uh, LGBTQ or like a vulnerable citizen, if you're black or brown, just have a passport updated or ready or just get one just in case shit hits the fan and you have to make a case for asylum. You know, it's it's better to prepare than just like be kind of not that it's going to come to that, but like just, you know, good idea. Yeah, at the very least, it's, you know, a little peace of mind, maybe. Exactly. Uh, uh charlie that's oh, for you sir i have one coming yeah up. oh no you're good uh charlie dejinmir five dollars thank you biden's bloodlust on this is going to turn us into texas florida and west virginia in terms of gop rule yeah i mean it, depending on how much worse things get yeah he's going to really harm democrats for the foreseeable future if they're kind of viewed as like the the warmongering party um yeah we'll see nadia yvette chambers with ten dollars thank you nadia Hillary Clinton already signaled that the Dems will uh, are willing to throw trans people under the bus. They won't fit. They won't lift a finger as every last USA trans person is mass in prison and forcibly sur- surgically detransitioned. Yeah, I mean, I think that part of it is they don't even they don't even know what's going on. Like they're just like fundamentally disinterested in what's happening right now. Like Biden could be issuing more executive orders. Like part of me is so worried because if he were to issue an executive order like undoing these bans on gender firm affirming care at the state level that a republican might just like ban everything like it's i think they would probably do that anyway but it's just i don't know there needs to be at least some push even rhetorically but there's nothing like it's just kind of happening and the one time that biden talked about this was when he was being interviewed by the harold and kumar actor i blanking on his name um and you know what he said yeah it's pen no uh, is it calpen yeah that's it right? it is calpen yeah. okay yeah so, isn't it yeah calpen yeah i think so i'm not sure though yeah, yeah no it, it is it is oh okay but yeah he i mean he had a good response but like democrats just aren't pushing back and it's it's really it's really frustrating um they're just and, and a poll confirmed this too i don't remember from which one but like uh young people they don't believe that democrats are pushing hard enough on lgbtq plus rights and yeah i i agree with that Charlie DeGinmir, thank you for the super chat. Says, what kills me about Jan 6 is how willing they are to, to bring kid gloves for the right versus how rapidly they go for lefties in any situation. Yeah, the the fact that there's even a, that that this idea of, oh, the left and the right are both crazy. The, the fact that that is still being trotted out there after yeah. Jan 6 is so completely nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. can, you, can you imagine if the left did what what Trump supporters did on Jan 6? Like, Jesus Christ. The the difference the I mean the difference at the time would have been clear. I think the police would have acted a lot differently. But but just oh, yeah. It, it's yeah you're you're exactly right. Absolutely. Uh, Koya Demon uh, nine ninety nine. Thank you so much, uh, Mike. Not only do you need to overcome your fear of flying for the pending TLM live show, you uh, gotta also visit Georgia to meet the Globe Queen Candace Taylor too. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know that I want to meet Candace in person. I might, I might, uh, I might avoid that. I am trying to overcome my fear of flying. Uh, what's funny is, uh, 
as we were talking about this and thinking about this, I was actually looking up like flights and how much it would cost and stuff just to kind of like gauge the number and also train rides would take like three days from Portland to New York, which is out of the question. But like after this happened, there was an incident with the Boeing airplane at PDX. Oh my god! Where the whole side blew up, and I'm like, bro, this is not the best time for me to hear this news. No, uh, that, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even necessarily afraid of flying, but like, I, honestly, I think I kind of am, and I don't realize I'm afraid of flying because mm. like I enjoy travel traveling, and I didn't do it as much when I didn't have a kid. Uh, actually, we, we we traveled a bit, but not as much as as we probably could have. Um, and I think a part of that was just I, I, I really don't like. I love travel. I love being somewhere else. Right. I hate the process of getting there. And exactly. I hate. I hate the airport. I hate the flight. I hate being crammed in. I hate. Every, and every time I feel like I'm on a plane, it's it's the time where I feel bloated. I have to go to the washroom <laughs> all the time. Like, it's just like it has to be. When I'm sitting at a plane, I, my body feels like shit. In addition to just me not liking being on a plane. It's, yeah yeah I, I hate that process especially yeah it's it's easier said than done honestly like i'm just like trying i emailed like um therapists uh or like clinics and neither of them got back to me so i'll have to figure out something else it's not necessarily just like i think i i honestly like i don't think i would be any more uh well i probably would be a little bit more anxiety ridden on a plane than like traveling long distances via car it's just like being in a confined place uh, for long and not being able to leave i feel the same exact feeling yeah. like in a car it's just it's just the claustrophobia if you know me like in real life you know i'm a very antsy person like i'm always moving and doing something uh i'm always like on on the go like it's really hard for me to sit still um so like just being in that predicament being a very hyper person and having uh panic attacks it just is like it's this combustible situation and so be being in a being in a car you could just like pull off the road anytime and get out of the car get some air like you're outside mm -hmm. you could you can stop the car you can't stop a plane you're in the plane that's it you're in that plane until that plane lands and that's one of the yeah. things i hate about being in a plane and there's no fresh air that's that's the problem for me it's it's not that i fear that like it's unsafe i actually think it's much it's well, statistically more safer than driving it's just that like I can't like go outside, you know, and you're once but, you're up, you're but stuck. But if the side panel blows off the side of the airplane, then you get some fresh air that fresh way. Air. <laughs> <laughs> At least they had fresh air uh, on the way down. It's amazing true. no one died. That like those were the seats where no one was sitting. Like the the whole thing is so that's so insane. I I yeah. I didn't know you could land a plane with hat with, with like a panel missing. That's just wild. Right. I mean, it goes to show you that like um planes are really safe because that could have been catastrophic i guess and yeah. there's also a corporate uh like a corporate uh malfeasance story here under underneath i think it's belling was cutting quarters corners they like they knew that yeah. there were some issues with the plane it had flown three times previously that day uh but yeah so yeah i mean look i'm i'm trying uh i'll just put it that way it's not it's not just fear of flying that's like my main issue it's just like uh existing normally that's my first that's like number one you like, first we've yeah a hundred percent you first have to be able to exist normally and then you could deal with maybe you know some like the plane ride exactly. or something else <laughs> exactly like I, i'm pretty sure i would be fine it's just getting general panic attacks under control will go a long way then i could be fairly normal you know the political situation ain't helping as well but yeah that aside i would still have panic disorder probably Marissa for Rebecca says, any suggestions on how we might be able to, to be conscientious objectors to, to paying our taxes? I don't want to not pay, 
but I don't want to fund genocide. Pay your taxes. You can't. <laughs> you, will, yeah. you will go to jail. You have to pay your taxes. You're just fucking There's yourself no, over. Yeah, you can't control. Like the, That's one thing you have to get out of your mind is you, you can't control where that's where part of your taxes, you know, are going to go. And even, you know, the the people that are really into to MMT will also discuss how that's not necessarily you're not really directly paying for um, any of the stuff that isn't how money actually works. Exactly. That isn't how fiat currency works. So you're not really paying for genocide if you look mm -hmm. into MMT. But anyways, it's the, that's a discussion. I don't want to bring it back up. Mm -hmm. uh, Wanda for Rebecca says, you get Bender's money tonight. There you go, Rebecca. <laughs> uh, Wanda uh, nice. for me. Some Bender money for David. Oh, thank you, Wanda. Very kind of you. And for me, Wanda said, <laughs> thank you. Very kind. <laughs> we'll let Matt know. Yes. We got your money, Matt. Uh, Andrew, for Rebecca, my donation for Rebecca to get closer to spill the tea. There we go. Uh, narrator, $5. Thank you, Narrator. Uh, left work early, holding back tears today because employees were joking about the U.S. actions towards Yemen without even knowing why we did them. Oh, God. Yeah, it must it must be nice to like live in such an ignorant uh form of bliss to where like it's it's funny to think about like what we're doing abroad because you never have to like deal with the reality of that. I I feel for you, narrator. That's really hard. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, what do you do in that situation? Like, do you try to confront them uh, or do you just let it go? Because like it's you're not gonna convince them, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I, I feel your pain. Yeah. Uh, Ignar Husky, $5. Thank you, Ignar. Uh, eight years at Safeway here. Oh, see, yeah, you, you've been there. I'll love to call in for that cathartic stream. Uh, about to get to new season and hope to unionize it eventually. Have me on. That Look, I think that that would be so much fun. I like I could talk about like retail stories for hours, but I've already <laughs> shared mine. I, like, I would love to hear from everybody else because everybody who's worked in retail or fast food or really any job where you're dealing with like corporate overlords or the public – like you have an interesting story that is relatable to everyone else. So yeah, I, I would love to do that. We just have to get the capacity to do calls and have it so we can all talk and, and communicate. And because Bender has it set up to where he can take the calls, but we have to relay the message. Yeah, to there, I feel like there has to be a way through StreamYard to maybe do that. I don't know. At some point, they've got to integrate the feature because they keep adding new features. They're adding features. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be I, nice I to be so. able to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brianne uh, Vieira, I hope I said that right. $5, thank you so much. Uh, happy New Year, guys. Ready for some uh, gaming, too. Same to you. Happy New Year, too. Still have Legends of uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Awesome. Uh, also, shout out to David's vocal stylings today. There was a, there was a video where I, I sang a bit of a hymn to make fun oh, of those, right. that, to make okay, fun of those Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually, I forgot I'm like, about that. I did that. I'm like, am I going to leave this in the video? I'm like, F I don't fucking care. I'll put this in the video. <laughs> it was, no, it was so good. I'm glad you did. I totally forgot that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah. was good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that video didn't get too many views. So. <laughs> None of mine are getting good views this week. That was last week. Yeah, it's all oh. over the place. Yeah, it's terrible. Daniel Panic, thank you for your 179, a very specific donation. Thank you. Uh, Tokyo Hans, who only ever donates to Matt, uh, <laughs> member for six months. <laughs> Guys, this is a Matt, this is a Matt chat. I am sad about the the dissolution of the Figueredo Bender ticket. I was looking forward to Mike's stance on appeasing BB. 
Oh, uh, see, I'm, be, I'm not 100% sure. Would you be sure. appeasing BB? Uh, I would <laughs> drug strike him. <laughs> you would. You don't say these things. Of course, he's joking, sir. Everybody uh, in Minecraft. I'm always assume that <laughs> I'm talking about things in Minecraft. Yes, Mike speaks from the perspective of Minecraft at all times. Hope that I'm everyone realizes that. I'm a gamer. We all are. Lizzie, five dollars. Uh, HNY. Uh, who knew a stroke could make one dumb and racist? Such a shame. What happened to Fetterman? Yeah, I mean, there's. I, I don't know. To the extent that, like, having a stroke changes your personality, but, like, he's... My theory is that he was probably, like, always this way and kind of hiding the ball. Um, And maybe there's this sense that, look, I already pissed off the left, so I might as well go full and embrace the... Because, I mean, like, one thing that you can always do if you piss off the left um, and you get canceled, so to speak... um, Go right wing. Just say what they want to hear and they'll embrace you. So maybe he's doing that. But I mean, he doesn't have to grift. He's a senator for fuck's sake. I don't know. It's just, it's a sad situation. And uh, he's one of the reasons why I just, I'll never trust politicians. Danny man. Thank you for your super chat says I've been wanting to make online leftist content. Any advice on how and where to start? Is it worth it? Be honest. LOL. Thanks. Love y'all. So let me, uh, let me answer that question. Um, if you want to do it, do it because you enjoy doing it. Don't do it because you think you're going to make a living off of it because it, it's not it's not worth it. <laughs> and, and you likely will not be successful because it is very hard at this point to, especially with the way all these platforms now, like I, I feel like I was like one of the last people to get in before the algorithms really like clamp down on political content. Um, so it's very hard to break through. But if you, en- if you enjoy doing it, then do it. Like that's mm-hmm. for sure. And then maybe you'll find success if if you want to pursue it as as a full time thing. Uh, I would say, I would say probably, I don't know, probably Twitch is the best place to start. I, I just feel like YouTube is really hard to break unless you're making very specific, like um, long form content, uh, like BreadTube kind of content where it's you know a twenty minute or thirty minute breakdown on some topic and you do it like once a month. That's I think there's still room for that. But like daily news content, I think it's very hard to break in at this point. So it depends yeah. what kind of content you want to do. If you want to do more daily news content, I would say probably live streaming and Twitch is probably the best place for that. If you want to do more long form content, which I think is where you would likely find more success if that's what you are hoping to do, then um, then YouTube. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with mostly what you said. The one thing that I would maybe caution against is Twitch, only because I know Hassan is starting to stream on YouTube, and there's oh, like they've lost thirty five percent of their workforce. Like they d- did a lot of layoffs. They also mm. shut down in South Korea. So there's some signs that like if you invest a lot of time in Twitch, I don't know, but you I mean, you know, yeah, nothing is the, forever. YouTube part of is Amazon forever. though. Like what the <laughs> right. I know it's hard, it's hard to say, right? I mean, this could just be a moment in time where they're doing bad. Uh, but yeah, they laid off like thirty five percent of their workforce, which is I think like five hundred employees. So it's it's a little bit scary. Yeah. But yeah, I agree one hundred percent with you. Don't do it for a career. Do it for fun. Do it because you like doing it. If you have a passion for content creation, then go for it. It's really really hard to grow an audience, and it's probably even harder to maintain an audience for a long time. It's why you really don't see like a lot of old school YouTubers. Like a lot of them went away, right? Some of them are still around like Philip DeFranco, uh Matt Pat, uh but it's 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 difficult, you know? And there's 
I think oversaturation, everybody has a podcast nowadays, everybody has a show. So statistically, it's really hard to break in. But if you enjoy doing it, then you should do it. Like for me, I like I actually like making content, like just in general. It depends on what it is, though, right? Like if I'm making a dumbass music video about like uh, Candace Taylor, Flat Earth, like I just enjoy doing that. I yeah. did a whole video essay on Donkey Kong 64 that I posted to my like little gaming channel. I got like 800 views, but I really enjoyed doing that. Oh, I got to check uh, that out. I haven't, haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, I I worked really hard on that. Uh, I, I didn't right. expect it to get any views, especially because I posted on a separate channel, but I didn't want to post it on like my main channel because like people are like don't want to see gaming. But uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Like I wanted to replay it and talk about it. Uh, so if you can if you can extract joy out of it, then I would say, hell yeah, go for it. There's nothing to lose there. But don't like bank your hopes and dreams on it because the game is just so different now, unfortunately. Yeah. And one last piece of advice is uh, I would say find what your what your focus is like find your niche uh it's at you know like what do you specialize in what's your background kind of utilize like what you're into what you're interested in and and make that a focus i think it's you likely find um you know more people will will want more niche content there's a lot of channels now that just cover like everything so if you find what your niche is and specialize in that then uh that would be beneficial probably yeah. Oh, correction. I guess that uh, I see Melanie in the chat says that Hassan Ali live streamed on YouTube as like a one-off. Okay. Um, maybe I didn't I see kinda, that. I wonder I how assume, well that did. I assumed that like he was maybe trying to slowly but surely migrate the audience over here. I thought he had. I thought he had like a contract with them or something. I didn't know he could even do that. Yeah. Apparently he does. I had no idea too. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. this is for me. It's for me. Uh, Bren R, thank you for your super chat. Uh, Commander, Commander Keen Four. I don't know what that is. Hmm. You know what that it. is? Uh uh. I don't know. I don't know. It uh, appears to be a game that I have not heard of. Oh. Well, there we go. Interesting. Well, I will keep this tab open and and read about this later. Thank you, Bren. Uh, for Rebecca, the son of the Gap founders is busy stripping my Oakland A's out of our town and relocating them to Vegas. Thank you for putting the customer above the interest. Gap Corporation, Rebecca, LOL. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I can't imagine losing my like favorite sports team to like some shitty owner who wants to move them. Uh, missed Siren with $10. Thank you. Uh, my dementia mom made a point to say she will be at Republican Iowa caucus. Seems to fit the model. Huh. Tokyo Hans. Thank you for the uh, 1,000 yen. Guilty me into giving you money. It worked, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hans. Very kind of you. Lost my place. Here we go. Uh, Bay Photo. David needs to sing for those North Sea TikToks. North Sea TikToks. You know what I'm that not is? Familiar? No. I, I don't even use TikTok, so mm. I feel like I'm too old for TikTok. Then again, I'm, my mom uses TikTok, so I can't be too old. I use but. TikTok quite a bit, <laughs> but I just get the same like uh, video game videos and cat videos. That's what shit. I want. I want to get video game videos, and again, like shit, I don't want to see. Like I don't want to see this. this like. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it just depends. Like, you got to be really quick with the algorithm. If you get some bullshit that you don't want, you got to swipe really quick. But I, I, yeah. I tend to watch the game ones more. Like people's, like I'm getting a lot of like top ten movies of the year and like anticipated movies of 2024. I really enjoy those. Quick, straight to the point. Uh, so that's what I'm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my algorithm. It's it's actually really nice. I hear TikTok al- algorithm actually it 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 is pretty good. Like once it learns who you are. Yeah, um, it's it, just, it, it is very accurate. Yeah, no, I, I I don't like I rarely get like right wing stuff anymore. And if I get it, like it's a right wing video, and then somebody stitching together their own like response to it. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Uh oh, this is for me, Tokyo Hans. One thousand yen, some for you too. Thank you, Tokyo Hans. I appreciate that. And I believe this is the last one. Jcast, thank you for the five bucks. I forgot where Bender went. Remind me again, wasn't it for wasn't wasn't it a foot fetish convention? That's right. Bender's a busy yeah. at a foot fetish convention this week. He'll be back it's... next week to discuss all the latest feet. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's bondage and foot fetish, right? Oh, is it? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. I hope he brings back many pictures. I'm curious to see what yeah. he, uh, what he learned there. I want to no hear about Bender. all the new feet coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. See you all next week. Take care. Goodbye.